Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say, oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. Have we started the fire? Yes, the fire rises. It is a dumpster fire. We need somebody to put it out. And it goes a little something like this. Tether off, we gonna tether off the sucker. Tether off the sucker. We will give up the bump. Give up the bump. I'll be the bump. What you wanna be when you grow up? Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, I want to be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. It's a wet fantasy. It's not the real thing. It's just a fantasy. It's not the real thing. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Do not attempt to adjust your calendars, your radios, your Facebook live streams. It is Monday evening. It's not Tuesday. It's Monday, and we are live. Here at Moonshine Philly, because apparently some very important people that are much more important than I have to have some big fancy schmancy party tomorrow night here. So I got bumped the Monday nights, but it's all well and good because guess what? I got invited to said party. Now, a lot of people are sitting here wondering, basically, who the fuck is that guy sitting next to me right now? And that's my buddy Rob Rennie, my dear long friend, my compadre, uh, who also happens to be the commissioner in my longstanding fantasy league himself. Uh, but Rob is here. He's pinch hitting for the pinch hitters on this program. It's Monday, and everyone got busy on short notice. Joe, you know, Joe, Joe Rufino's got hitting clinics. Uh, Joe Corrado's stuck in the People's Poker of, of, um, of New Jersey for the next freaking six months. Catfish Charlie, he'll be calling in later on with a Tuesday 10, a modified version. We're going to call it the Monday 5. It doesn't sound as nice, but still, it's just five questions on a Monday. So my boy Rob, who's part of the, uh, the Crack Bell Crew podcast, he'll mention a little bit about that later on and uh, help promote his own stuff. But he's here. He came in. He, he figured he'll make the drive down from Bucks County all the way down here. He made the 45-minute pilgrimage to be here with me and with you tonight. Let's welcome in with open arms, Rob Rennie. What's going on, Rob? What's up? Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, buddy. Now, you came in a little bit early. You got a chance to sample some of the accoutrement that we have here at uh, Moonshine. You had the Brussels sprouts, oh, which delicious. is good. Delicious. And then you had some of the wings. You went with the Parmesan wings. Yes. An aristocrat, I see, which is nice. Love them. Now, delicious. 
Rob's hanging out with us. We're going to break down all things that happened. We got a lot of breaking news that happened just before the program started. But I want to be able to make sure that you get involved with the program, too. It's 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. That's how you jump in. Uh, again, I mentioned Rob Rennie's here. He's hanging out with us. We're going to talk about uh, how bad kickers have been this year and how bad <laughs> they've been kicking me. Now, Rob, we don't have a cough button here, Rob, so you got to make sure you, t- you turn your mouth. Act like a professional. Rob's been on air before. He's on air every single week, and he actually, this is his first time. i got, I got to break your balls a little bit. No, that was, that was just sort of a, lo- a laugh and a cough at the same time. I hear you. Now, I'm also going to talk about this movie I saw, Free Solo, over the weekend. Have you heard about Free Solo, Rob? No. You've never heard of this movie? You don't know about Alex, uh, what you call it, a- a- Alex uh, Hunold? No. He's probably the greatest athlete of our generation. All right, I'll get into that a little bit later on. You can look him up yourself. Um, also, uh, just before the show started, comic book legend Stan Lee uh, passed away, 95 years old. He died today. Uh, they didn't release how he passed away yet. Now, he's 95 years old. I mean, it's anyone's guess. I don't know if you had him in the Deadpool. Congratulations, you're a winner. Uh, but Stan Lee is, you know, an icon in this world. He's brought us so many things. So I'm going to go ahead and announce it right now in honor of Stan Lee, next week's Luigi vs. the Listener's Fantasy Showdown will be Marvel characters, and that will encompass a huge, uh, a huge area of, of potential players in this fantasy league, but we'll be doing that next week. Last week, this son of a bitch is here to make sure I eat, crow, uh, eat, I eat some crow, and he's here to eat on Moonshine's Dime. Listener Doug challenged me to a very controversial win, by the way, Rob, on a very controversial. He won by two votes. And those two votes, we don't know where they came from because we put up a poll, but Doug McGregor came in here to battle me in a canine battle, and he won by the skim of his teeth, 52% of the vote. So he is here to collect his $50 gift card to Moonshine for participating. Doug, welcome to the program. I'm here. I have your gift card right here. Do you have anything you'd like to say? I'll say it. Shut the fuck up or go outside. All right, there you go. That's it. We're done with you. All right, here's your winner, Doug. You, too, can be a winner. All you got to do is pick a category and come on down to Moonshine. Take me on one-on-one. Get on, get on Twitter, at Fancy the vote the next day, and you could be here the following week to pick up your $50 gift card to Moonshine Philly. Um, so now since I have a bunch of characters here, I'm surrounded by characters, I figured that today's Luigi vs. Listener's Fantasy Showdown, there's going to be mascots. Mascots from across, uh, across all sports. Now, we're going to leave out the minor league mascots because those sons of bitches are crazy. I can't even figure out what the hell they are. Rob, you've seen minor league mascots. It's tough to tell what the hell some of them are. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, like, crabs with AK-47s, like Charlie. I'm not getting into all that craziness. Oh, we got some food coming here. What is that? Is that the French dip? Yep. Yes. My man. You know what they say, Rob? When you dip, I dip. We all dip. We all dip. That's right. Now... We're going to do the uh, Luigi vs. Listeners fantasy show. We're going to get that started real quick. We, we, we all know the rules, all right? We pick a fancy team using different kinds of categories every single week. And this week, it happens to be mascots. We play a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a defense, and a kicker. The first pick always goes to the listeners. And it's the first pick is always made by Jason Nemroff. We call it the Nemi pick. He makes a pick every single week. He already had the information. He made the selection earlier, earlier today. And at running back... The listeners have chosen the San Diego Chicken, which is a strong pick. He's one of the best mascots of all time. But this was a mistake, a monumental mistake by the listeners having the first pick by not grabbing the greatest mascot of all time. And that will be myself. I need a guy at the flex who can do a little bit of everything. 
He's all over the place. That's why I'm taking the Philly Fanatic. I'm going homer. I'm going a little biased, but the Philly Fanatic at the flex, mark it down. Now, Rob understands. He, he's watched the show before, and he, you know, he's, he's heard me talk plenty because I've known him for 20 years. And he knows how this works. So he himself has been doing some homework. Now, he said I got about eight or nine guys. Rob, I got 46 pages of paper here with highlights. I got a Rich Kotite starter kit next to me. All right? <laughs> you think you're coming over your half cock like you're going to help these listeners win. You got to do a good job here, man. These people are counting wait, 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 on you. Yeah, I'm on your team. No, you're not on my team. Oh. You're playing for the listeners. You're helping the listeners oh, out. Dude, That's you're how done. This, come, I'm done? Yeah, you're done. Yeah, I don't think so, Rob. You got a lot of... Uh, a lot of moxie and a lot of confidence coming into my house. If you think you're just going to walk into my house and beat me, you got another thing coming, brother. Okay. I'm coming into our house. You should get your behind kick. I'm just telling you. Now, to get us started for this fantasy mascot thing, we're going to go to Washington State head coach Mike Leach. Uh, he's going to help us maybe learn a little bit of how his feelings are on mascots. Let's just go to the tape. Okay. <clears throat> Let me think here. Well, first of all, there should be more sharks if you're by an ocean. That tiger at LSU that's a live, real tiger sitting in there in some metal structure, which clearly he could rip his way out of if he wanted to, even half wanted to, that's an awesome one. Uh, The buffalo at Colorado, that's an awesome one. There's a place in Kansas called Pitt State, and I used to see it on film. We didn't play them. called Pitt State, and they're the gorillas, and there should be a lot more gorillas for – mascots because think about it a gorilla can whip a lot of stuff you know so then the, the students and everybody um when it came time for the opponent to come out they play welcome to the jungle just blaring just blaring welcome to the jungle then the visiting team would come through the tunnel and they'd all be hurling bananas at the visiting team you'd see bananas everywhere bananas bouncing off helmets bananas just flying through the air uh, and that was welcome to Pitt State because you're about to play the gorillas. How about that? Okay, <clears throat> let me think here. And that was Mike Leach from Washington State, who's basically transforming into John Madden. He said, "Have you heard? All you're missing there is a uh, boom, <laughs> and that's going to be John Madden, right? That was actually not bad, right there. That was pretty close." Um, so again, so we know, now we know how this works, all right? But we we do have a lot of actual like fantasy, you know. We do talk real fantasy sports here, too, Rob. I don't know if you know. Now, this is the funny part. Rob wore the shirt of the show that he's on to the show. I wore the shirt of my own show <laughs> to this. So it's basically we are playing against each other. It's dueling podcasts here. And now, I, want, I do got to mention this, all right? Um, so I saw this movie over the weekend. It's called, it's called Free Solo. It's about a guy named Alex Honnold. He is the first human being to successfully climb El Capitan, which is a 3,000-foot vertical rock face in Yosemite National Park. All right, now look up, the, look up the documentary on YouTube, okay? And then you can listen to his TED Talk on YouTube, too. This guy is by far the most amazing athlete I've ever seen in my life. The, he, he had this MRI done. I, I forget exactly what the term, what the term is for the, the middle part of your brain, like the sensory part of your brain, which shows fear. Right? Like you could see it on the normal human brain. It's like it's moving back and forth, and you can, it picks up fear on a person's MRI. He doesn't have one. He has no fear. He has no, the man has no fear. So basically, what he did was he, he free soloing is when you, when you climb a mountain or you climb anything without any ropes. So he climbed a 3,000 foot vertical freaking mountain with nothing between him and the ground but oxygen. 
3,000 feet up with a bag of chalk, Rob, on his left, on his left hip. And he's like, the most, the most amazing thing is, is that he's been training for this for like eight years, right? Now, again, I say that he's the first successful person to ever do this because several people have tried and died trying to do this. And he's, he, he, but the night before he goes, he goes at four o'clock in the morning to go do this. Now they're filming this thing. It's been filmed, it was filmed by a bunch of like uh, professional cameramen and also professional climbers. And what happened is, as he's, um, before he goes up, he starts climbing at four o'clock in the morning. He doesn't even tell anybody he's going to climb. He just shows up. There's a camera crews are already there because they know that can happen at any time. He just shows up and they're just like, he's climbing. And they're like, oh, well, let us know when he gets past this part. He's like, yeah, he's past it. <laughs> like, it's crazy. He did it in three hours and 16 minutes. Three hours and, and 16, 16 minutes. minutes. Okay. Here's the bet. 3,000 feet. With no rope. Straight up. Nope. Straight up. No rope. And as he's climbing, the night before, he's been studying this for years. He's been doing the climb with ropes. So he knows every single like crevice Ledge. in the rocks and he's documenting like every foot that he takes he goes you're gonna you're gonna approach this make sure you trust your feet here trust your feet there um double pinch on your on your fingertips on this part next ne next elevation climb over this way karate kick this way all right then we're on autopilot from here boom and he like he knows every single spot to step and go on this rock he's literally shimmying up a crack like in the middle of the rock which is about two feet tall straight up Straight up, all by himself. No help, no anything, no water, just chalk. What's the chalk for? For grip, dude. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, for grip. Okay, okay. And there's one part where he's got a, like, he's got a, a 10 foot space in between him and the next part he's got to go to. He has to hang on to one side with two fingers, his right foot on what he says is a ledge, but it's not. It's like a dimple the size of a freaking pea on the outside of the rock, which only he knew where it was, by the way. And then he's got to karate kick his left leg to the other side and then grab onto the rock face and pull himself over. And then when he gets up to the top of the mountain, when he finally does what no human being has ever done before, do you know what he says? El Capitan. No, I'm delighted. That's it. <laughs> now, this guy Joe Gantz says, who cares? Well, Joe, a lot of people did care. It's a kind of an important thing. And as I can see from here, it says that you're a racist, homophobe, and all that other stuff, and apparently... I'd be honest with you, I wish you wouldn't even listen to my program and give two shits about who you are. So anyway, that was, that was something you should definitely go check out and see. It's just a complete test of wills by another human being. It's amazing to see it happen live. And it's like edge of your seat, this incredible freaking anxiety the entire way. Phone lines are already lighting up. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Uh, now, Rob, th the reason why I mention that is because the Philly Marathon is next week. Yeah. And that's something I'm doing. I'm gonna, now I'm not running a marathon. That's just crazy talk. 26.2 miles? Hell no. I'm not running a half a marathon either. My wife did it. Your wife did do it. Your, uh, your wife, Liz, ran the Philly Marathon. Uh, this, was, this is the kind of crazy thing is that she did it just like after giving birth to twins. How no, long? She did it before she that. She did it right before she that, right? She did it. Here, here's the funny thing. So she actually did the Philly Marathon the day after Frank's bachelor party. Yes. All right, that was even a more <laughs> monumental task because our buddy Frank, who got married, his bachelor party was one for the books. Joe Rob said it's harder to mount, it's, it's harder to mount than Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> you can't scale that with any chalk, although you can't find the wet spot with any flour either, so it does come in handy. But the reason why I mention that is because I'm going to be running the AK during the, during the Philly Marathon, and the cool thing is, is that they have this new tracker app, and the tracker is, this guy's telling me learn to read snowflake. I, I really don't even know who you are. Joe Gantz. 
go just go get Ben. Seriously, I, I don't understand if he thinks that this is one of those radio programs where I'm like, the, like delegated by the FCC or like I have to be like a nice guy. We're like, I'll find out who you are and whoop the shit out of you. Like that's how it works. I'm just letting you know that. Now here's the deal. So I'm gonna run this thing. They have this tracker now, right, Rob? Okay. And what the tracker does is the tracker actually you can you can track anybody you want anywhere running the race, which is awesome because if I fall down, someone can find me. Yeah. Well, they have um, carts that like actually drive, so. When someone quits, they actually like drive them back to the beginning. I'm not quitting. <laughs> I'm finishing this thing. And I'm coming right back here to Moonshine, 1825 East Moy Menson Avenue. I'm having myself a burger, a couple burgers and a few beers. You going to carb load the night before? Yeah, man. I've already got the, the menu planned out, but the problem is I can't drink. Why not? You don't want to drink the night before a freaking race, man. Nah, dude. You just act like somewhat right of an up athlete. to it. Just go. Nah, you got to act like somewhat of an athlete. <laughs> I've been training for this thing. It's important to me. You'd be good. Speaking be of good. things that are important to me, to drink. let's get down to last week's MVPs and SOBs. Now, Rob, MVPs and SOBs are basically like winners and losers of the week, but I, I call them MVPs and SOBs. That way, like, I avoid copyright infringement and stuff like that. Gotcha. All right. Okay. See, there you go. It's a beautiful thing. Now, phone lines, like I said, already are lighting up. Oh, man. Let's see here. All right. So now, Lex Weeks. This guy said, I'll tell you where I'm at. PM me, tough guy. I don't need the personal message you. I'm at 1825 East Moy Avenue here every single Tuesday night. You can come on down to Moonshine. I'll buy you a beer if you whoop me. How about that, brother? Now, last Thursday, Christian McCaffrey at Pittsburgh, 14 carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Six, I'm sorry. He had six receptions for 61 yards, two scores, 34.3 points. Ben Roethlisberger, he had a day to remember, and one I'll forget because, one I'll never forget because of why? Of course, I was playing against him. That's why. 22 at 25, 328 yards, five touchdowns, three rushes for 27 yards, 51.7 points in a game where he almost outscored the entire Pittsburgh Steelers team in reality because they put up 52 points. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger, 51.7 points is the high mark on the season for those keeping score at home. The Washington Redskins defense at Tampa Bay, they gave up 509 yards of total offense. But... They only gave up three points. So 21 points for the Washington Redskins defense. LaShawn McCoy, the Jets, 26 oh. carries for 113 yards. Two touchdowns, one reception for five yards, 24.3 points. And LaShawn McCoy owners everywhere. It's about damn time. Seriously, man. But no, happy. there's no remedy for a drought. There's no slump buster like the New York Jets. And Todd Bowles. He's gone. After this season, he's gone. The Jets have said they will not make a change mid-season. However, next season, there's no way he's going to keep his, uh, he's going to keep his job. i got to mention Matt Barkley here for two reasons, really. One, because he played amazing against the Buffalo Bills in their victory, but mostly because I thought he was dead. Well, he played against the Jets, so. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm sorry. He played, he played <laughs> fantastically for the Buffalo Bills against the Jets. Thank you, Rob. No but again, I thought he was dead. I, I, I thought he was dead, man. Like I said, I consider myself a fancy, I, a fancy football devotee, and I don't even know. I did not know he was still in the league. Yeah. Like, but he's the second Bills quarterback to start within two weeks of signing with him. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> how they went. But now they said that Josh Allen will be able to start next week if he's healthy, and I think they might do that. But I don't know. If I'm them, I think you got to ride the hot hand with Matt Barkley. What do you think, Rob? You look pretty no, damn good. Back to Josh Allen. Yeah, I hear you. David Johnson at Kansas City, 21 carries, 98 yards and a touchdown. He had seven receptions. He led, the, he led the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals in receiving 85 yards and a touchdown, 33.8 points. Tyreek Hill on the other sideline, seven receptions, 117 yards, two touchdowns, 29.2 points. He did have the celebration of the weekend, putting the camera into, the, uh, into his into his guys. Into his guys. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty awesome. He's going to get fined like $35,000 for that. That's so sad. I don't know, though. He didn't break it out. So, like, if anything, it should just be like a $10,000 fine. He shouldn't be fined anything for it. 
Nah, a little. He didn't fine. break anything. He didn't do well, anything wrong. I mean, he didn't put the prop there, so he has an argument as far as uh, Michael Thomas, who broke out the phone. Like, Wait, they went to Joe Horn. He got the flip. I think that's what's more important. I think that it, I think it's more astounding, or actually, it's more incredible that Joe that Michael Thomas found a flip phone. Yeah. In 2018, to be able to put underneath that goalpost. It actually might have been one of Joe Horn's old phones I, yeah, that were under there. Probably left it at the stadium, right? I don't know. Joe Horn probably still uses it. <laughs> no, I freaking know. Blake Bortles at Indianapolis, 26-38, 320 yards, two touchdowns, two rushes for eight yards, 27.8 points. Leonard Fournette in his return to action, 24 carries, 53 yards, which is no bueno, but he scored a touchdown. But he also had five receptions, 56 yards, which is bueno, and he added a touchdown there as well, 25.4 points. Andrew, all I needed was a little bit of luck to win this game. 21 out of 21, nine, 21 out of 29, 285 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. He also rushed five times for minus two yards. Yeah, that's, that's not good. 30.8 points. Eric Ebron is having himself a career year, Rob. That's your boy, by the way. Rob used to be a Detroit Lions uh, outside fan looking in. He was a Barry Sanders guy when he was growing up, so he always kept an eye on the, on the Detroit Lions. Eric Ebron was a guy who just never really came to fruition, but now in Indianapolis, you know, He's taking off. He took off. I mean, Jack Doyle got injured. He steps in, and all of a sudden, there's no looking back. Eric Ebron is a premier tight end in this league all of a sudden. Uh, he had himself a hell of a day. He had one carry for two yards, but he turned that into a touchdown. But he, all, but he obviously did the bulk of his damage, receiving three receptions, 69 yards, two touchdowns, 29.6 points. He's finally becoming that big red zone target everyone thought he would be. You know, that big six foot eight, six foot nine tight end. And he's having, the, um, he's having a bust-out year behind Andrew Luck, who's apparently – healthier and better than ever getting better every week now. he is getting better every week and the Indianapolis Colts who again I, I picked him to finish like nothing in the in the, before the season started because we didn't know that the you know what the extent of Andrew Luck's injury was going forward into the year and how well he would progress once he finally got onto the field he's back to MVP type numbers I mean We're he's playing looking. pretty well he's looking pretty damn good he doesn't look like he's bothered at all by the shoulder and you know, again, the help with Marlon Mack coming in and running the ball for him pretty well, and their defense has actually played a lot better than I thought. Even though they are loot, they're giving up a ton of points and they're hemorrhaging yardage, they're still doing everything they can to keep them in games every single week, and their offense is playing fantastic. So good, good for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Nick, Nick Chubb against the Fraud Falcons, 20 carries, 176 yards, one of which went for a 92-yard score, three receptions, 33 yards, another touchdown, 37.4 points. And Rob and I were talking off air before the show started briefly, and Rob was saying, is Nick Chubb now a must-start every single week? Absolutely. 100%. You got to start Nick Chubb. They're going to feed him the rock. He's a rookie. They're going to give him the ball. Same thing with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I love Baker. Baker Mayfield is a pretty damn good quarterback. He's a really good fantasy quarterback. because They let him throw the ball 40-plus times a game. Before the season started, Baker wasn't the starter. I predicted that he plays 14 games this year. Is he on track to play 14 games, Rob? Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I made a poll prediction, too, before the season started. I predicted that Sam, Sam Bradford would finish the season healthy, that he would not he get sure hurt. He sure will at home. And he will. Unless something happens at, and he falls off his steps or something like that at home, I'm going to win that bet. Yeah. So we are keeping a live and close eye on the Sam Bradford household as we speak, Rob. Now We got cameras in there? It's not cameras, but I got some. I got a private. Well, Jack in the back, who's a phone screener here, normally on, on at Moonshine during Tony Bruno's show, and he, he used to come here for my show too. But now, you know, he got too busy with work. He's actually a private investigator. Oh, okay. so so I send him all over the country doing stuff. You got uh, anybody you need me to spy on? No. Okay. No, sorry. You need a better life. Baker Mayfield, seventeen to twenty, two hundred sixteen yards. We just talked about him. Three touchdowns, six rushes for twenty yards, twenty-eight points. Uh, Matt Ryan, thirty-eight to fifty-two, three hundred thirty yards, two touchdowns, three rushes, thirteen yards, twenty-six point three points. Drew Brees in Cincinnati, 
22 out of 25, 265 yards, three touchdowns, two rushes for three yards, one touchdown, 34.3 points. Alvin Kamara, 12 carries, 56 yards, two scores, four receptions for 46 yards, 24.2 yeah, 24.2 points. Mark Ingram, I thought they were phasing him out. Phase him right back in. 13 carries, 104 yards, three receptions, 58 yards, and a score, 23.7 points. And Michael Thomas, who is becoming probably the best wide receiver in all of football right now, especially fantasy-wise. Yeah. Go ahead. Have you looked up his catches to targets? It's amazing, dude. Dude, I think it's – he has, like – I don't know the exact number, but well, he has, like, six six uh, drops or something. Yeah. Like, it's, like – He's, he's, he's becoming the top three best wide receiver in the league right now. He has eight, he had eight receptions, 70 yards, two touchdowns, 27 points. Mitch Trubisky, what else can you say about this guy? Uh, against the, against the, the Lions, he went 23 of 30, 355 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks, three rushes, 18 yards, one touchdown. The only man in Chicago that scores, more than four, scores four touchdowns more often in the game than Mitch Trubisky is Al Bundy himself. 42.8 points. He was outdone by Ben Roethlisberger, but not much. Welcome back, Allen Robinson. Not so good welcome back for the people who had him, and they didn't know if he was going to play or not. But guess what? Allen Robinson hit the field, and he hit the field hard. Six receptions for 133 yards, two touchdowns, 28.3 points. It's hard to trust a guy like Allen Robinson in that, in, that, in, that, uh, in that offense because it's really it's built around going to Trey Burton and Tariq Cohen. You know, and it's mm. hard to trust the down the downfield thing with Allen Robinson because Taylor Gabriel's also emerged and Anthony Miller's emerged too as a wide receiver. Well, Anthony Miller went off. Yesterday. He went completely off, and I, no one saw that coming. But they also didn't think that Allen Robinson was going to play. And the funny thing is, is that Allen Robinson, who was a number one out there in Jacksonville, gets signed to come to be a number one out here in Chicago. But he's become like a de facto number four option in that offense. So it's kind of hard to trust that kind well, of an output on a week in week end weekend basis. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had two touchdowns though yesterday, right? Yes, he did. I just mentioned that. Yeah. Then, uh, carry on Johnson for the Lions, 14 carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown. He had six receptions, 38 yards, and another score, 23.9 points. He's basically the only Lion doing anything. Uh, he also had uh, Kenny Galladay having himself a you know, bust-out season for, uh, going forward. They lose Marvin Jones Jr. with the bone bruise, and I'll get to that in the injury report in a few minutes, and Golden Tate via trade to the Philadelphia Eagles. Kenny Galladay is looking pretty damn good right now for targets out there in Detroit. Now, I had some people holding on the line uh, at 619-924-9874. Call back in. I'll get you right up. Uh, Melvin Gordon at the Raiders, 18 carries, 93 yards, five receptions, 72 yards. One of those receptions went for a 66-yard touchdown. He had 28 and a half points. Aaron, don't call me Aaron Jones against the Dolphins, 15 carries, 145 yards, two touchdowns, three receptions, 27 yards. He had 32.2 points. Russell Wilson at L.A., 17 to 26, only 176 yards, but three touchdowns, no interceptions. He had nine rushes for 92 yards, 26.2 points. Brandon Cooks for the Rams. It looks like he finally found his home. Yeah. Because it wasn't in New England, but the Rams offense, and now they're going to need him more than ever because Cooper Cup going down for the season, and we'll talk about that too. Um, he had 10 receptions for 100 yards, nice even round numbers on the nose. One carry for nine yards. That went for a touchdown, 26.9 points. And then last night, Sunday night's debacle here in Philadelphia, uh, Ezekiel Elliott at Philadelphia had 19 carries for 151 yards and a touchdown. He had six receptions, 36 yards, another score, 33.7 points. And Zach Ertz for the Eagles, 14 receptions. Where would they be without Zach Ertz, Rob? 145 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, 33 and a half points for the um, talented tight end here in Philadelphia. Seriously. But it's, and it's amazing, too, how – you know, that last play there where Zach caught the ball right to sticks. You know, well, why? I, I thought that was going to be a first down. You know, I didn't. I didn't at all because 
I, I thought the route was run a little poor. I thought he should have ran it a little bit, maybe one or two yards past the sticks and then came back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think he ran it too close to the line at the sticks. It makes the, makes the decision a little harder for, the, for the, the line judge. But also, that throw, you know, he had his body in front of the defender. That throw was way high. Yeah. Should have been a little bit lower. It was not the best throw in the world by Carson. And again, I think the route was a little poorly run. It should have been run maybe another yard or two beyond the sticks. So that way he gets the forward momentum and he gets the first down. If That's he, what I thought. If he catches it right at first touch, yeah, you think it's, it's yeah, the first yes, down? Yeah, they'll give him the first so down. So the because bobble he's got, was the reason it, it was the bobble. And then also him falling forward back beyond the, beyond the marker. If yeah. he caught that ball steady right there with his back torn to the, uh, towards the marker, they're going to stop forward progress right there, and they're going to give him the benefit of the doubt and give him the first down. It's right at the sticks. Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's what I feel would have happened. That's what should have happened, but it didn't happen. And therefore, the Philadelphia Eagles are now looking way up at the Cowboys and the Redskins for the lead in the division. Uh, so let's get into the SOBs for the week, Rob. Sons of bitches. O.J. Howard against, the, against Washington and Cameron Brake combined for a, a whopping two receptions, 29 yards, 4.9 points. Chandler Cananzaro, who missed the field goal, Another goddamn field goal missed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to screw another goddamn parlay for me and lose me several hundred dollars. He's a son of a bitch. Every Jet, except for Isaiah Crowell, he scored. Christian Kirk, Kansas City, he only had two receptions for eight yards, 2.8 points. Uh, let's see here. Marlon, what the hell happened to the return of the Mac against the Jags? 12 carries, 29 yards, two receptions, nine yards. And then uh, Keenan Cole for the Jags. Zero receptions, zero yards. Zero touchdowns. So basically what you're saying is Zero points. he didn't play? Zero point. He played. Oh. He was active. Well, he didn't show he up. He didn't show <laughs> up. Not show up. Uh, he's, not, he's actually not the first person to go over in this list, Rob. No, uh, you have another one, right? I have a couple of them. David Njoku against the Falcons. He had one reception for 18 yards, 2.8 points. Benjamin, don't call me Randy Watson. Uh, not great, but terrible. One catch for one yard. It's not bad, but terrible. One point, didn't one he score points. a touchdown? No. Benjamin Watson had one reception I swear for one scored, yard. I thought he scored a touchdown. No, everyone else on the Oh, he got called back. Everyone on, this, on the Falcons. I know he did, it got called back. You want to know how I got called back? It's oh. on my roster. That's why I know he got called <laughs> back. Uh, Jordan Howard against the Lions. He had 11 carries, 21 yards, one reception for 11 yards, 3.1 points. Uh, Mike Williams at the Raiders. Zeros across the board. Jordy Nelson, he left. Um, he would not be outdone by, by Williams. He went zeros across the board as well, but he got hurt, so we won't hold it against him too much. Jimmy Graham at, against the Dolphins. One reception, 14 yards, 2.4 points. What a waste. What a waste Jimmy Graham has become. Now, I remember back in the day, right, a couple years ago, um, Ed Luisa checks in. The D never showed up. Secondary, not, not problem. Uh, they got beat by the rush. They did. They got do- Ed. Ed's talking about the Philadelphia Eagles and the Cowboys last night. They got dominated up front. Flat out. They yeah, got but, dominated up front. But they also, they're, they're, I don't understand why the cornerbacks are eight yards off the line of scrimmage on every play. Because that's what Jim Schwartz dials up. But, dude, on third and two, Cole Beasley literally ran a three-yard out I, route. I, I don't disagree with boom, you. boom, the ball's in his hand first down. Because these guys can't cover. Yeah, well, they can't jam anyone up on the line of scrimmage, and he doesn't blitz. That's why. Then you need- he plays off the ball way too much. That's what's wrong with this defense, right? They play off the ball too damn much, and that offensive line got dominated by the, by the Cowboys' defensive line, and their, and their offensive line was open in holes that you and I could run through yeah. for 100-plus yards, okay? Now, again, I turn into a runner, but I'm not too damn shifty. Rob, he's a little awkward, but he gets up the field. Now, uh, not like Tom Brady tripping over his own leg. He didn't trip. He fell forward. <laughs> okay, <laughs> remember that. He fell forward. Uh, Corey Clement in this game, five carries, 13 yards, one reception for minus five yards. That's pointless. 1.8 points. I will mention that Golden Tate, I mean Tate, uh, in his Eagles debut, had two, uh, two receptions for 19 yards, 3.9 points for Golden Tate. Um, also, I get the thumbs up there from Ed. 
believe that is. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's good. Yeah. The rookie report. So when we talk about the rookies, we're just going to go over the rookies, Rob. Okay. Josh Rosen at Kansas City, he went 22 with 39, 208 yards and a touchdown, two interceptions. Christian Kirk, he was mentioned in the SOBs. Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield, both MVPs. Calvin Ridley at Cleveland, two receptions, 37 yards, 5.7 points. Bit of a down week there for Calvin Ridley. Carry on well, Johnson, he was an MVP. Go ahead, Rob. Julio's finally found the end zone a couple weeks in a row. Yes, which is huge news. Yes. He huge knows news. where it is. Now I have a 609 area code calling right now. Okay, now I'll get to that person in a second. I'm sorry. I just got to run through this real quick. Austin Eckler at the Raiders, that young rookie right now for the, uh, for the L.A. Chargers. You know, he came out of the, he came out of the, uh, out of the shoot like all gangbusters, and now all of a sudden, like, phased him out of the offense. He only had, had freaking three carries for 19 yards, 1.9 points, and he's a pass receiving back, and they're barely using him. Rashard Penny at L.A., he had uh, 12 carries for 108 yards and scored his first NFL touchdown of the year. And his career. And Rob, on this program, when someone has a first, you know what we do. Oh, you rookie Jerry. <laughs> Michael Gallup at Philadelphia. He had two receptions for 34 yards. One five. of them a big first down. Yes, catch. sir. 5.4 points. The injury report real quick. A.J. Green now might be out all of December with a toe. A toe, Rob. It's funny. They chop off the damn toe and play. Chop off ever, the toe and play. You ever hurt your toe? I have hurt my toe. Yo, it's serious, man. You can't walk. You can't push off your toe. You know, you push off the front of your foot. Yeah, here's the problem. Here, you want to hear how you, cl- you clear that problem up? Cut off the toe. No, man. Get rid of the toe. You, you, don't, the you toe. got nine more. You need the you toe. You also have another one. Cooper if it's Cup. it's the big toe, it's the worst one. Cooper Cup tore his ACL. He's done for the year. Uh, Josh Reynolds, ladies and gentlemen, should be immediately picked up if he hasn't been already by any of you guys. Get on the waiver wire. Immediately pick him up. Uh, he will slide into Cooper Cup spot, and they will not miss a beat. Trust me when you hear this, all right? Martavis Bryant for the Raiders. He has a PCL injury. He's going to miss some time. <laughs> That's what uh, they said. He's just going to miss some whoa, time. Did you hear who else decided to miss some time for the Raiders today? Who's that? Jordy Nelson. Yeah, he's hurt. No. What? He, he retired. Oh, did he? He's retiring. Oh, we have breaking news. He'd we rather have... retire than play. Uh, did he back off? Yeah, but wait, what is it? Make up your mind. Is he retired or is he not retired? It was first reported that he was going to retire. <laughs> I thought he did retire during the season because he hasn't showed up for like three weeks. Today. Like, no, but I thought she thought like he retired. Like he just stopped playing on the field. Like he gets dressed and shit. He goes to work. You know, yeah. it's like Milton from Office Space. Like he just gets dressed. He goes to work. He's not really collecting a paycheck or anything. Like they're still paying him. Someone took his yeah. helmet. I think what they, they just need to fix the glitch is what it is. You know what I mean? Sam Darnold, uh, he's unlikely to play in the next in the next in two weeks after the um, the team's bye, but he's not in the walking boot anymore. He was seen in the walking boot, okay, against the Buffalo Bills, but he's out of the boot. Marvin Jones Jr. has a bone a bone bruise. That is extremely extremely painful. I don't know if you've ever had a bone bruise. I had one on the Wait, inside of so my you knee. Cut it off. No, you can't cut the bone off. The complete bone. <laughs> the toe. The toe is nothing. The toe is nonsense. Nah, dude, the the bone is bruise is tough. No. You want a toe? I'll get you a toe. I can get you a toe here with nail polish by 3 o'clock. It's Go easy. ahead. Let's see it. Uh, Des Bryant, I feel bad for this guy. I do. I kind of feel bad for Des Bryant. You know, everyone, unless you've been under a rock, has already heard the news that Des, on the final play of practice, after his long sit-out for the year, he is about to become a freaking New Orleans Saint. And I say how great he's going to be there and how much of a... a, a of the help he's going to be, and this is the best landing spot in the world for him, tears ACL. He's done for the year. Yeah. His career's over. Shoot, they went and got today? Yeah, I know. And I'm about to say that right now, Rob. Huh? And that was Brandon Marshall. 
Brandon Marshall slides in. He had a nice he had a nice workout with him, but they went with Des Bryant over Brandon Marshall. And Brandon Marshall, we say this to you. Sometimes hey man, you got a job. Huh? <laughs> All right, congratulations. That's from Ernie. Uh, that's Ernie from Scarface. We always get into that when everyone uh, gets a job here. Let's go to the phones real fast, and then we're gonna make some picks. We don't have a call screen here, Rob. So just like Stevie Wonder at the airport, we're flying blind. But I think this is Doug McGregor's wife who's checking in. Okay. Because she wants to call in and she wants to um, she wants to gloat a bit because she's a Cowboys fan. Oh. She's a Cowboys fan, so we're gonna give her her. Wait, due. wait. So they came out from underneath the rug now. Yes, this is what the cockroaches do. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Luigi. It's Kathy. How are you? Hi, Kathy. How are you, Kathy? By the way, I didn't have a chance. To, I, I just got your thank you. No, I was a dog. I got invited to Doug and Kathy's wedding. All right, and I didn't have a chance. I got you. Just got your thank you note. And I appreciate that very much. Thank you for letting me be a part of the whole thing. We didn't get a chance to talk much during the wedding, but you looked wonderful. You guys did a great job. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, um, what's that? Go ahead. Your picks were really good last week, and I kind of did lay Doug out a couple times. Yeah. Over some of your picks compared to some of his. I thought Doug's team was dog shit. No, pardon the pun, because we were doing canine breeds. I really did. I, he went very, very like uh, just plain Jane. I was going, I was going Caucasian shepherds, Rob. I was doing all these crazy ass like breeds that no one's ever heard of. These Belgian like Bournier's dogs, like this thing. This thing does parkour. This dog. This dog scales twenty foot walls. Okay. And Doug's going. Yeah. I'm taking the poodle. You know, I'm gonna go with the bulldog. And the pincher, Do- Doberman pin, and, and he wins. It was a fix. It was all bullshit. The, re- the retrievers got me. The retrievers are good. Yeah, but did you see the the, the Belgian Boyanese collie that I put out there? So you, it scales a twenty foot wall. Do you know what it was? What? It was you picked um, these fancy dogs and they weren't normal. Rob, Rob, my fancy dogs. You know, you know what the Caucasian Shepherd is? No. It's a 220-foot dog that they keep in Siberian prisons that they use to hunt grizzly bear. Wait, 220-pound? Oh, no, 220-pound okay. dog. Look up a Caucasian Shepherd, and you tell me if this thing doesn't eat every other animal on the planet. They use the dog to hunt bear, Rob, so they can save bullets. Anyway, Kathy, it's your dime. What do you want to talk about? No, <laughs> <laughs> I... Know, I, I um... Was cracking up over your six-point tick last week with the Dallas getting the getting the extra points. I was all over that. I took the Cowboys plus the six and a half. I know you I were. mean, that was a lock of the week right there. That was the easiest one to pick on the board for me. And it's funny, too, because last week I shit the bed. I really did. I mean, in the shit bowls, we had two shit bowls. Shit bowl one and shit bowl two gets played tonight. Shit bowl one was Buffalo at New York. I told everyone to ride the Buffalo Bills all day long. They took care of business there. I took the Carolina Panthers plus four on last Thursday night. That sucked, right? And then I took, I took Kansas City to lay to 16 and a half against Arizona, which should have been a biblical beatdown. That didn't work out. We found out that Pat Mahomes' girlfriend's stepfather passed away during the game, okay? And, yeah. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm judging that the cause of death was the freaking Chiefs not covering. That's what I think it was because they killed a lot of people that day, including me. <laughs> I, I, and then I took, uh, what else I took? I took Dallas plus a six and a half. So that was a winner, winner chicken dinner. And then tonight in Ship Bowl 2, in Ship Bowl 2, I'll release that pick later on the night too, and I'll break it down why. But I took the New York Giants heading west to take on the San Francisco 49ers. So now you being a Dallas, Cowboy, you being a Dallas Cowboys fan, 
What uh, now, Darlene? Darlene? Darlene Spofford here checks in and says, "Tell the Eagles to go get Jalen Ramsey ASAP." That is a call you need to make. It's a call you need to make. Now, this is funny though because again, we're a national program and we don't really talk too much too local unless there's local things going on. But the but the the reigning Super Bowl, reigning defending Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, being a virtual dumpster fire right now. Okay, like this show is every single week, is a national is a national story. Okay, they're falling apart. Ronald Darby tears his ACL. He's gone for the season. Here's my thing. They're two games out of the NFC East, right? They got a game next right. week against the New Orleans Saints, which they're going to get their doors blown off. All right, they may score 100 points combined in this game, but it might be like 93-7 to seven nah. New Orleans. They're going to score in this game. Yeah, they're going to score. They're, they're going to score points, but there's no way they're keeping pace with Breeze and company in that dome. If you think you saw what, what Ezekiel Elliott did to the Philadelphia Eagles on the ground last week, uh, right, on, last night, what do you think Kamara and Ingram are going to do to them? Okay, and they had trouble stopping Amari Cooper, okay, Amari Cooper, uh, Alan Hearns, and Michael Gallup and Cole Beasley. We're talking Michael Thomas, newly acquired Brandon Marshall, Benjamin Watson. I, I can't see. I can't see it stopping. And this is Dak Prescott, who looked really, really good against that secondary. And oh, now yeah, this is made, Drew, it's Drew Brees. Now they made Prescott look like a professional football player. Yeah, they made Dak Prescott look 20, like Dak Prescott of 2016 yeah. slash 17. Okay, the thing is, is that going to get Jalen Ramsey. Here's the thing: is that hypothetically speaking, it makes a lot of sense because you need him to bolster your secondary. My problem is, is that I just don't know if it's going to make a difference. Because I don't know if they're going to be able to catch 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 either the either the Redskins or the Cowboys. Well, you, you can't get them now, anyway. No, so. you can't get them now. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is though, is that making a move for a, def- a defensive player, I don't think it really would have made a difference. I think there's just too many. I think there's too many problems on this team right now. That's yes. what I, that's what I think now, and, and and I can tell because Kathy's being really quiet right now, and she's a Cowboys fan. And me saying there's a lot of problems on the Eagles team. Is happy music to her ears right now. Rob just looked up that Caucasian Shepherd. That's a bad mamma jamma right there. That's Rob. a huge dog. That's a huge dog right there. <laughs> That's a huge dog. That's a huge dog. All right, so Kathy, go ahead. I'm sorry. What it position? is, but sometimes big isn't always better. That's right. Big isn't always better. And thank God for that. What position did you put this dog in? My defense. <laughs> oh, yeah. In that case, I think the bigger is better. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile. So now, so you wanted to call in, and you, now you tried to call in last week. Again, we had no, we had no call screener. You tried to call in during Doug's, uh, during Doug's uh, matchup with me for a little moral support, I guess, you know. And now he's here. He's, yeah. standing, he's standing there in all his glory and all his pride, all right? And he's got his $50 gift card in his hand. He's holding his cell phone. He's pacing back and forth. Now, do you have something? Now, how's life with Doug at home now that you guys are, now that you guys are married? I got to know this because it's all fantasy before the wedding. Now it's reality. So I got to ask, how is it? Things are good. Are you lying? They're better than they were before. There's definitely, there's definitely um, a bond change that makes it better. Okay. Well, I actually have, I, I was able to sit down, I was able to sit down with Doug earlier uh, before, we, before we went live. And this is what he had to say about life with you. It just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks to be out here with this out-of-control shit. Now, again, this is contradicting stories from both sides, but again, he isn't exactly in that state of marital bliss as you seem to be. That sounded just like him. It does. 
So anyway, all right, so now your, your Cowboys are sitting in the driver's seat. They control their own destiny going forward. Uh, I don't really care how you became a Dallas fan. I just hope someday it snaps and uh, you get the hell you get that out of your system. No, that will never happen. Well, in that case, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> I got a show to run. But now listen, I'm going to have you make a pick for the all listeners. All right, you know how it works. Now, do you have a mascot? I do. Uh, you do. Different okay. sport, though. That's okay. You can go any sport you want. Penguin. You want the penguin. You're a penguin fan. You want the too? Pittsburgh Penguin Penguin. Yeah. Huh? All right. She's Kath, gonna. All right. Kath, Kath, penguins are banned from this list, so yeah. no penguins. Well, no, she went penguin. She's a penguin fan too. She's a penguin fan but too. But she's from Pittsburgh. Well, that makes sense. That does. See, that all makes right, sense. Right. But she's a Cowboys do. fan from Pittsburgh, which makes zero sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you were in Pittsburgh. You don't like the Steelers. No. The Steelers have more Super Bowls than the Cowboys. Not a fan. I, I, I was never a fan. Give me Starbuck. Give me Danny White. I'm in. Oh, no. The stream. The stream just went dead. The Facebook live stream just went dead. Yeah. That's so all right, what, though. I can get it back up. So where are we putting the penguin at? Off the charts. So he's, like, down here somewhere? No. Put him, well, we'll put him at tight end. She could put him anywhere she wants. What do you think? Tight end? That's fine. All right. Kathy says tight end. All right. So we're going to put him at tight end. Rob, now, right now, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, people that are, are listening live um, on back. Facebook Live, it's, we're not back. Yeah. It says we're live. Are we really? It says we're live. You're back. Holy shit. It worked? That really worked? No. We can't be. Are we live? It says we're live, dude. Right here. See the live? How's that possible? I don't know. You're not, you're not live. No, we're not live. Okay. I'm t- that's what I'm saying. There's no way we're live. I got to stop the stream. I got to start a new stream. And I'm doing that right now. Okay. Don't they broke a body. That's what we say in Italian. It means don't worry about it. Don't they broke a body. All right. Rob, talk to Kathy for a second while I do this. I, I don't know what else to say. What, what's your baseball team? You're a Yankees fan, too? I am a Yankees fan, but I'm a Pirate fan first. Jesus oh Christ, God. man. <laughs> this is what I got into. Dude, <laughs> listen, my wife was a Giants fan when we met. She's no longer a Giants fan, and she's not allowed to be. She changed on her well, own, but she's not allowed to go back. This is how it's always going to be. Well, I mean, the I hope you really don't think the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. No, the Cowboys aren't winning the Super Bowl. Let's, let's just get that straight. She knows. Yeah, I'm not delusional. <laughs> well, well, you married Doug, so I, I gotta. I mean, we gotta, we gotta throw that. We gotta question your sanity right then and there. <laughs> They're probably gonna fire their coach next year too. Jason Garrett. You know what's funny, Rob, is that if the if the Cowboys somehow, some way, right, take this thing all the way down to Week 17 and have a chance to win a division, even if they don't get it, I think Jason Garrett's job is safe. I don't. I, I do. don't think it's safe. I do. I do not. I think they have to get. They have to move on because they're not improving. They're not becoming a better football team. It's all stale. Uh, I have to. There has to be some changes in there. I'll tell you what. Their best decision was though is drafting Van Der Esch. Yep. I've been on this for yes. all season. Sean Lee. Sean Lee is, is just is the most. In, we're back live now on Facebook Live. By the way, Sean Lee is the most. Rob, you can reshare that. Sean Lee is the yeah. most injured player in the history of all sports. Now I got to make a pick real fast because we're we're getting we're getting way behind things real quick. 
But so I got to make a pick. Rob, go ahead. You can start saying that while I'm doing. Uh, uh, I'm making my selection. No, but drafting Van Der Esch is definitely their their defense is far and above anything that they would if if they would have been in that game last night without Vander without Vander Esch, they would have gotten blown the doors blown off them. Like they wouldn't have been able to stop anyone. I agree. I agree with that. All right, now Kathy, before I send you off, I got to make my pick. All right. Are you gonna pick Gritty? No. <laughs> gritty, screw Gritty. If Gritty makes this list, I'm out. You know he's going to make the list. I'm taking uh, going running back. This guy can run through the jungle. He's agile as hell. I'm taking go the gorilla. I'm taking the gorilla from the Phoenix Suns. Oh, dude. Yes. Dude, I was on that. I know you were. That's how this game works, Rob. All right, Kathy. Listen, I got to let you rock and roll. I got other phone calls coming through, and we got to get speed through in this game. But uh, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you again for letting it be a part of your wedding. Now, one of these times, we got to let you. What is going on here? We got breaking news. The Bucks to start Ryan Fitzpatrick versus the Giants. They wave place kicker Chandler Kenny. Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yes! Chandler Kenny got fired. Now, if we can only try to get Chandler Kenny's personal information, because he owes me about $1,900 in lost wages from the past freaking three weeks. Oh, God. All right, now, Kathy, now next time we got to leave Doug at home and we got to let you come down here, okay? And you can party with the boys. I'm in. Beautiful. Just don't wear a Cowboys jersey. No, definitely don't wear a Cowboys jersey. Or Penguins. I got plenty of those. All right. All right, Kathy. Thanks for calling in. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Have a good one. <sighs> Rob, you did good there, buddy. Thank you for, uh, for filling in for a second while I had to get all that stuff going. Now, we are back live. No one's watching, which is good. I don't like when watch. I get nervous. People watch. I'm kidding, Rob. I don't get nervous. Now, let's get back to this game real quick. Now, I'm going to let you make a pick now, Rob, because you, you just said that I stole somebody you were thinking about, and I went with Go the Gorilla. So at, you, have, you guys have it running back. You have the San Diego Chicken, and you have the tight end is the, is the Pittsburgh Penguin. I, at running back, have Go the Gorilla, and my flex is the Philly Fanatic. So you can go anywhere you want with this, Rob. Hmm. What's it going to be? We're going to go with Benny the Bull. Benny the Bull, the Chicago Bulls mascot. Now, where are you taking Benny now? Why are you taking the Bull, Rob? Well, I mean, he's a bull, dude. All right, fair enough. Where do you think he's going? He's going running back. <laughs> the running of the bull. Going running back. I gotta, I'm just making sure, man. Take yeah. it easy. Now, you can also, people check in on Facebook Live. You can also check in on, uh, on, on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy, and make sure you're hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy to do so. And I just went live again. They're fetching the streams as we're fetching the video stream. It's my pick, and... Rob just took Benny the Bull, which is a fun favorite for everyone out there, okay? But I'm going to go – I'm going to dive into to uncharted territories. I'm going to go into the NHL, a place I never go to, and I'm going to the ice, and I'm going wide receiver. I need a guy with hands, Rob, or a thing with hands, lots of hands. More hands, the better. I'm going Al the Octopus at wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Al the Octopus. The, do- the, Detroit, uh, the Detroit Red Wings – uh, mascot. Okay. All right. He said, okay. Okay. All right. Let me see if I can get this. Let me see if I can get this back up here. What the hell is going on here? Now, we're also going to have Charlie calling in soon. He said he was going to text me, but my phone is not near me. So I can't, uh, I can't figure that out. Well, whatever. We went live. Now, Jack in the back is just checking in. What's up, Jack? How are you? Now, Rob... Tell us a little bit about what's going on with you. Now, you're part of the, uh, the, the Crack Bell crew. 
podcast, right? Yes, sir. All right. Now, you're also better known as the CBC. At the CBC podcast on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us there. Look it up. Okay. Now, what day? Now, what day you guys? Now, what day do you guys uh, do your program? Now, do you we do are you, you know, Thursday. Don't say Tuesdays. If you say Tuesday, I'm gonna punch you straight in the face. We are Thursday nights right. from eight to ten. Mm-hmm. It's all new. Uh, we just moved to two hours. Um, You're doing two hours now. Yes, sir. We're doing. Shh, two guys hours. are moving up in the world. Look at you, man. Yeah, we do two hours now. Uh, Thursday nights, eight to ten. Um, you know, you can check us out. Download our podcast. Uh, just look us up, Crack Bell Crew. Uh, look for the white uh, Crack Bell Crew logo. And, uh, Why has it got to be white? Download. Now, sorry, Rob, i got to ask the question. Why has it got to be white? Well, we recently switched, so there's two different oh, Okay, ones, so you were with another entity, and now you're moving along. I got yes, you, no sir. problem. And now, the one with the white logo. Now, your white is always right. Now, your show, is this, is, now this is more along the lines of a Philly-based show, correct? Like, it's not, it's not so you, like you, you, delve, you delve more into the, the local flavor uh, yeah we we i mean we we do everything do a little bit of everything so you do kind of okay now you also now you do now do you guys do some um do you guys now do you guys do you do two shows right yes yes and when's your other show it's on uh, sunday? sunday mornings 11 a.m uh it's called the cbc fantasy fix get out get out you're on a fantasy podcast right now this is fucking fan how many goddamn fancy shows you need uh hey man we're, we're live from 11 to 12 45 on sundays getting you ready for the games I get you ready for the games on Tuesday, Rob. Well, we're live on Sunday, so a lot of things happen between Tuesday and Sunday. So check it out on check out Lou on you. Tuesday. There you right go. Here. They know that. They already know that. Yeah, Rob. and then come check us out on Sunday. We take calls as well. Oh, Joe Quillen just checks in over here. Who's actually sitting in front of me? But he checked it on Facebook Live and he says, "Now you're talking white." It's Sammy Sosa's birthday today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Happy now, birthday, Sammy. Happy birthday, swinging Sammy. Now. I don't know if you heard about this, but my Halloween costume idea for this year was not the most politically correct Halloween costume you can do. Are you? Sad? I was going to go out with one brown dot on the inside of my shoulder right here, Rob. Okay? And when people asked what I was, I was the 1% left of Sammy Sosa. <laughs> that's exactly what I was. Again, this is not exactly politically correct, but that's, you know... We're not trying to do that here. 619-924-9874. 619-924-974. That's how you jump in. I want to hear your selections on the, um, excuse me, for the Luigi vs. Listeners Fantasy Showdown. We're going to go ahead and make a pick now. We're going to toss it out to the listeners. All right? I'm going to go to listener Doug, who uh, is a veteran here. Not because he served for Veterans Day or anything like that, but because he's been here every freaking week, and he, he plays a game, and he's pretty good at it because he beat me heads up. So we'll make his selection. I'm going to go get my phone and see what's going on with Twitter. Okay. Right, Rob, do we have a flex position open? Uh, yes, we do. Not anymore, because we're going to take this hockey mascot that used to be at baseball mascots. We're going Yuppie. Yuppie? Yep. Okay. How do you spell that? Y-O-U-P-P-I. Oh, you took the Montreal Expos guy. Yes, and now he's a Montreal Canadian side. Gracious. Montreal Canadians guy, that's right. Okay. He's a good pick. I had him on the list, but he was like further down, though. I didn't have him so up high as you guys did. You covered this thing too much. I'm going to go, um, go old school. Still around, but I'm going old school. I'm taking uh, I'm going to take my other, my other running back right now. No, 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 no. Shit. I don't know if it works there. I'm going to go wide receiver. High flying. Lots of agility. I got an octopus who's a possession guy, right? Now I need my big, my big play guy. I'm going Hugo the Hornet, the old Charlotte Hornets 
Yeah, yeah, you remember, Rob, that's tough, Rob. That's a tough wide receiving duo right there. Hugo the Hornet and Al the Octopus. Mm. <laughs> Al the Octo. <laughs> you just abbreviated his name, Al the Octo. <laughs> I like that. So, so you see how this works, all right? Now, I'm going to check Twitter. It's at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter. Make sure you're following the show. You can follow me at LuigiCurro22. I will be reactivated on Twitter in one week. I took a one-month hiatus. Okay. I went off. I went no social media. It's been, it's been glorious. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, man. It's been, a lot of, it's been, it's been pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Nobody's making picks. People are saying it's a dumpster fire, which is all good, but nobody's making picks. What's that? Exactly right. Now, that's right. Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns had a literal dumpster fire in their parking lot during the freaking during the show. I mean, during that, not during the show, during the damn football game. And that, but say what you want about the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> that was great. But the Cleveland Browns are actually playing much more inspired football. And again, I've said this before on numerous shows. Rob said it too tonight. We were just talking. You know, Baker Mayfield is the real deal. And the Cleveland Browns, for once, ladies and gentlemen, it appears they have made a good number one pick overall and may have found a quarterback. May have found an actual quarterback for the future. Uh, the guy, you know, he, Baker Mayfield just competes, man. Yeah, he, does. he competes. Week in and week out, he competes, and he gives them a chance to win, which is something that no other quarterback there since Kelly Holcomb, <laughs> basically. Oh. Remember Kelly Holcomb? That was my boy, former man. Buffalo Bill legend, Kelly Holcomb. That, that, was, right? that goes way back, man. Goes way, way back. Speaking Too of way back, back, this is what I want to talk about. I'm going to go back to last year because I was talking about this earlier about how kickers kept screwing me. So we're going to go back to last year. And I want to go over, in 2017, how many field goals and extra points were missed in the league. And, I only, and I'm saying this because of the fact that I've been getting screwed <laughs> left and right. For the, now, Rob knows me. You know, but before, I used to be what they would call, like, what's the term? Uh, a degenerate, right? <laughs> like, I mean, if you can get rabbits organized, I'd freaking bet on it. It didn't matter, all right? And, but now I've dulled it down a little bit. But I've always been known to pick a few winners here and there. So I just, you know, I'm a parlay guy. I don't go crazy. But I pick, you know, several team parlays, and I try to, push for, try to push for a big win. And sometimes I'll play some huge teasers. You know, like they have Vegas, they have the big teaser cards. But now I got a couple of buddies that live in New Jersey, so they just put the bets in for me because they can use the apps over well, there in New I Jersey. I got the app. I go to Jersey for work. I went the other day, placed a few bets. While in Jersey, I lost them all. But I just wanted to check it out. That's funny. I lost them all in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the reason being is because of these, uh, again, a guy like Chandler Catanzaro, who misses a freaking gimme field goal, who would have gave me the minus two in the first. That's right, I'm betting first halves, Rob. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit of a, little bit of a maniac. But he would have gave me the minus two, which cost me $700. That's a lot of money, man. You would have won $700. I would have won $700. Yeah. All right? That's a big swing. Justin Tucker, a few weeks prior, missing the extra point. The list goes on and on. So now my point being, and we got people checking Speak, in. We got the phone lines. I'm betting on something. What's Did that, you Rob? see this? That so Florida election last week, they voted to stop racing greyhounds in Florida? Yes. Yes. And to be honest with you, I don't really care because a couple of those mutts cost me a fortune when you and I were down there at Orange Park when we were in Florida for, the, uh, for our annual bowling tournament, uh, as we like to call the Orange Crush that happens. It was an ass whooping. But we went down to the greyhound track, and we thought it was kind of cool to go bet on these dogs. Whole different betting scheme. Whole oh. different betting scheme. And I never hated an animal more in my life than I hate those freaking dogs, all right? I was hoping at the end that my dog wouldn't run safely into a net. I was hoping like a 12 gauge would be waiting for it because it, like, I was laying big money, man. I think that's when, next thing you know, Fido decides to take a freaking lap off and I'm done. Anyway, 
So in 2017, ready for this, Rob? There were a total of 30, this is through 17 weeks, there were a total of 30, um, 39 missed extra points. This is all teams, all kickers. All okay? season. All season. 103 missed field goals. That's not including extra points. That's 160, that's 142 missed field goals and extra points combined over a 17-week schedule, okay, which is equals 6.05 missed kicks a week. This year, in 2018, that number's gone up. It has been, they have missed 27 missed extra points already. Cody Parker responsible for about 24 of them by himself, well, by the way. Uh, Mason Crosby. Let's Bears? Guy from the Bears? Yeah, Cody Parker. Was that Cody Parker? Yeah, he just missed mentioned. four yeah. of them. Yeah, exactly. How many? Four. Four! He missed 27 missed extra points, 59 missed field goals already. That's a combined 86 through 10 weeks, which is 8.6 missed field goals combined every single week, which is up 2.1 field goals missed every single week from last year, which is the difference between me winning hundreds and hundreds of dollars every single week and losing hundreds and hundreds of dollars. That is a big number, Rob. Two kicks a week, and it just so happens I'm betting on the goddamn kickers every week who keep missing those two field goals. The point I'm trying to make is the field goal kicking is a lost art in this goddamn world, and I want the kicker back. We talk so much shit about them. I think that their confidence has been shot over the years, and they just stopped caring. I mean, that 33-yarder must get them. 33 yards. It's a chip shot, man. You should not be missing. You would think, but they're missing it. Man, they are missing it, and we're missing it here too. I think Jack wants to make the next listener pick. He can make the next listener pick, but right now we're going to make we're going to go to the phones. So let's go to the phones. Let's go to 610-73101. Who the hell is this? Oh. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Call back in. I have no idea who the hell that was. Oh no. We lost our connection. How did we lose our connection? I don't know, Rob. We lost our connection on Block Talk. This is what happens on Block Talk sometimes. What's going on with your internet? What's that? <laughs> What's going on with my internet? Don't, don't, don't talk about things you don't know, Rob. Dude, we dropped the feed. Dude, we, this, we're on this, air. This, we're good. No, we're not on air. Trust me. We're, we might be on air, but the phones are dead. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to restart the show, which is something I never do. So I'm going to go create an, I'm going to literally just restart the whole thing. Um, we're still live. We're still rocking and rolling. But I'm gonna just do. Some, I'm just gonna go live now, so we can continue the show. You understand what I'm saying? You hear me? Mm-hmm. Follow hear me, you. camera guy. I hear you. I hear you. Where's my camera guy at? I haven't heard from him in a while. Are you following me, camera guy? All right. So, Rob, this is what we call engineering on the fly, because you. I, I've been there. You don't have to do all this. No, crap. I do. Yeah, I but do. you are doing this while there's other Not people. Not tonight. There's other people doing the show while all this is going on. I do this on Thursday and Sunday. I do this all by myself and drive this dumpster every single week <laughs> by myself, okay? So we're going to go live right now. Boom. We're back to going live on Block Talk. I'll have the phones back up in a second, too, so we'll be able to take your phone calls. we got to wait for the girl to yell at us. What's that? we got to wait for the girl to we yell at us. We have to wait for the girl to yell at us. We're going to direct connect right now. Hold on one second. Oh, wait. Actually, it's the guy right now. Yeah, this is the guy. <sighs> the people that listen to this show every single week, they're used to this by now. All the people that download the program on iTunes and uh, Audio Boom and every other place you can find it, they, they're, they're used to this dumpster fire. We're back in right now. Your show is scheduled to start in 32 seconds. Did the one tell you that? Nope, because we've already been live. So we're going. We're rocking and rolling. 
We are live, 619-924-9874. The phones are back up and they're working. So whoever was calling in, I think that was Charlie was calling in with the Monday 5. It's usually the Tuesday 10, which rolls right up your tongue. Yeah. But he's only got five questions. He's in the middle of doing something else. So. Oh. Plus, I think Jose is going to be calling later on, too. Your so show will go live in five seconds. <laughs> Four, <laughs> two, one. I love this freaking dumpster. All right. So now, Rob, let's get back to the game real quick. Uh, Joe Quillen's over there. He's chomping at the bit. To get, at, to get at it. But I'm going to give Rob a chance now to make another pick for the listeners. Rob? Oh, all right. You well, still got a quarterback, two wide. You haven't taken a wide receiver yet. No. Both my wide receivers are gone. Well, I, got a rece- I got a wide receiver right here. You got one ready to go. We're going to take Pierre the Pelican. Pierre the Pelican. Pierre the Pelican. If you look at Pierre the Pelican, you'll see exactly why. Okay. He doesn't need hands. He's catching everything. I like it. Pierre the Pelican. It's kind of a... Shitty pick if you ask me, but that's fine. Dude, he uh, ain't dropping anything. All right, I'm going to do, uh, let's see here. I can wait on my kicker. Okay. I'm going to wait on my kicker because I don't think he's on anyone's board. So I'm going to wait on the kicker. I'm going to go, hmm, this is a little tough. I'm going to take. I'm going to take my tight end. I like a big target. Huge target, okay? And just a red zone guy. He's not a downfield threat at all. But I'm taking Billy Buffalo from the Buffalo Bills because he's literally an eight-foot-tall buffalo, <laughs> okay? That's why. He's an eight-foot-tall buffalo, so we're going with Billy the Buffalo. Okay. All right, okay. Billy the Buffalo. Now, Rob, I was talking about the kickers, and every single week I also do – my avoid and deploy, which is basically like my, st- basically like my stardom sit category, okay? Right. Uh, but you know me for years, and I've always been someone who's been able to hammer, like, like not when to start Antonio Brown, but when to sit Antonio Brown. Correct. I've been, usually been pretty good on that. Yeah. And for the most part, I've been get, I, I'm, I'm really, really in tune with that, and I hammer it, and I'm always right. This year, I've been dead wrong. <laughs> like, I've been <laughs> so bad on my avoids. I've been good on my deploys, but I've been bad on my, depl- my avoid. Oh. So let's, let's talk about it last week. I told people to avoid Matt Stafford at Chicago. He had 20.9 points. Oh. That's a bit of a miss. Yeah. I told people to avoid Mark Ingram at Cincinnati. He had 23.7 fantasy points. Again, the week before, he had like three freaking touches. I thought they were going to, like, I was like, all right, they're phasing him out. It's just Alvin Kamara's show. No, no, they put Mark Ingram in there, 23.7 points. That's a miss. I told people to avoid Julio Jones list this week mm. at Cleveland. That Cleveland defense was stingy, and they were going to focus on him. Uh-huh. Okay? Apparently, he threw the middle finger up and said, not so fast, Mr. Curto. You're going to tell people to avoid me? I'm going to go ahead and shit on you for 20.2 fantasy points. And then I told people to avoid Jared Cook against the Chargers. That was a hit. That was a hit. That was a hit. That was a hit. <laughs> that, was a hit. that was a hit. I dropped right. him. That was a hit. I dropped Jared Cook. I'm done with him. All right. I told people to deploy Marcus Mariota. Hit. 28 points. I told people to deploy Duke Johnson Jr. Hit. Hit. 12.6 points. I told people to deploy T.Y. Hilton. Meh. 10.7 points. I told people to deploy Nick Vanette against the Rams. He had one reception for seven yards, but that reception went for a touchdown, baby. <laughs> uh, that was a hit. Speaking of hits, let's get back to the phones. I think I got them working now. 610, you're on the phone. What up? We- oh, we got the great Jose calling in. What up, Jose? I tried the first time. All I heard is what up, and we go on a technical difficulties. Yeah, I think you heard this. Yep. 
Hello? Exactly, Jose. Oh, no, Jose, that's a sound drop. I'm not really doing dial-up right now. But we're that, still here. We're still here. We're still good, Jose. Jose, what up, brother? Not for much. Don't forget what to up? say... Luigi's friend of 20 years, yo. That's right. It's my boy, Rob. That's what Rob up, Rennie. Jose? We call... You say, what up, Rob? What up, Rob? Or, I like to, or as I like to what call up, him... Rob? His name's Rob Rennie. I like to call him R-squared. That's my nickname for Rob. Don't forget to say what up to what Doug. What up, R-squares? Joe Quillen's in the house. What up, Quills? What up, Lawrence? What up, Andrea's? What up, Waitress? What up, Bard Next Door? What up? What up, Jax? What up? If you're listening. <laughs> he is. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, that's right. Jax is, Jax is not there tonight. He's, he's solving a case. Joe. That's right. Jack is, on, Jack is on the case right now, which means he's sitting in his freaking 88 Yugo eating, uh, big, eating freaking uh, quarter-pound hot dogs and big gulps from 7-Eleven. Nonetheless, yes, though, it's good to see that Jack's working. That's all that matters, all right? We feel and safe. And what up the roofs every night That's right. He's he saying goes what, to bed. That's what I'm talking about, Jose. Two chips at the same time, man. Other than that, oh, Jose. No, 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 no. Other than that, we don't, we're not talking about two. We're talking about one here, folks. Maybe. Not one, not two, but one. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's get to the business, gentlemen. Let's get down to Number the business. Number one, can we give the Eagles defense one of those, yo? It was a bad day for the Can Eagles defense. Can you explain defense. to me why I see Ezekiel Elliott running like a thoroughbred? Then at one instance during his big run, he hurdles the safety over his head? Well, you do know he was a, a, a champion hurdler in college, right? Yeah, I saw like he was – it's like Edwin Moses in the 84 Olympics. <laughs> no, I was saying, when we saw that play you – know, you know what's sad, too? It's like, you know, for fantasy owners out there, you know, even people in Philadelphia, when they, when they saw him hurdle, the only thing between him and the end zone – was air, and he fell. And that was the worst part, because Zeke owners, for him getting in the end zone, would have been huge. But that was incredible. And the fact that you saw him do that is because up front, I said, that, that Cowboys offensive line just dominated. I mean, they were just pushing people out of the way. It was bully ball. That's basically all it was. Yeah. Yeah, not only that, the Schwartz keep continuing his same old methods by playing the corners five or ten yards off the ball. Yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't get his defensive scheme at all, week to week here. I, I don't understand it. He's not blitzing at all. There's no press coverage. No one's, none of these, no, no receivers being challenged whatsoever. The middle of the field is wide open. You might as well just come on in, you know, and do whatever the hell you want to do. But they're not taking away anything. Apparently, the linebackers here just completely, I mean, Nigel Bradham forgot how to cover. I, I just, I just, I mean, the, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I mean, the only, the only guy up front really doing a damn thing is Fletcher Cox. Okay, How, you know he's Chris got, Long. He's, he's not getting no help. No, he's not getting no help. Chris Long's a step or two slow. Okay, you miss Nick. You know you miss. Um, you know you're missing guys for, from injury, but the thing is though is that mm-hmm. like I said, the linebackers are not doing well covering the middle of the field, and the secondary is just they're just too far off the damn ball. They're way too far off the line of scrimmage, and they're getting no. They're getting just getting no push up front to attack any quarterback. They're getting nothing. Nope, zip, zero. So you know what we got to do in that case, Jose, yeah. right? You know when that happens, right? You just got to keep sending in the damn house. Just keep blitz all goddamn night. Eventually, you will get there. And they ain't do all that. <sighs> they just sat back and let Elliot run up and down the field. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. Rob, I just went on this whole, like, soliloquy of, like, what's wrong with the Eagles defense? And Rob just goes, <laughs> So I had to hit the... Dynamite I'll say this. Money. <laughs> I'll quote Harry Doyle for Major League. Post game, ah, who won? Who cares? 
Exactly. I'm in the bag, Monty. Give me the bottle. I said, I'm in the bag, Monty. <laughs> Other than that, now, um, I was like, what do you, now listen, I got to ask you the question. I listen to post game. I got to ask you. Diddy, I listen for Ray Dedinger's response after every post game. Uh, what uh, does he do after every loss? He's angry he, and looking down at his. Ruffling throat. his papers. Then he says, the classic quote of the night Super Bowl teams don't lose three games at home. No, they don't. No, they don't. And that's the thing is that this, this Philadelphia Eagles team is not the same team it was last year. Obviously not because of the personnel on it, but because that mojo, that magic, it's just not there. They caught light in uh-huh. the bottle several times last year, and now the only thing they're doing is catching a bottle every single weekend after a loss to take away the sting from losing every goddamn week. This team is, is – is, I don't even – this is a shell. A of it. And they exactly come off a freaking bye. This is how you play? At home, they brought a casket. I bet people showed this. By the way, it's getting a little ridiculous with these tailgates. It's getting a little out of the control. Casket on Twitter. Yeah. It's getting a little the out of control with these tailgates. But the party, the party outside is much better than the play, the play inside. So I really can't knock these people too much yeah. for it. But people brought, someone brought a casket, a Dallas Cowboys casket to Lincoln Financial Field because it was supposed to be a burial for the, for, you know, for the Cowboys, and the Eagles Cowboys dressed in Eagles. black as we're all going to a funeral. Well, ipso facto, it turned out being the Eagles' funeral because they basically got buried last night, two games in a division. And I got to tell you something. They're going to New Orleans this Sunday, and that's a stone-cold loss. Stone-cold loss. I can't see them winning another four games on the schedule. This, this team is done. And they have to play the Rams. And they got to play the Rams in a revenge game. In the, at the Rams. Exactly. Now, people are saying it's going to be a home game, another home game. Home game, my ass. Apparently, oh, home oh, games don't matter. Oh, every game that we thought was a – every game that the Eagles fan thought was a home game this year, they've lost. Tampa yes. Bay, they got crushed Tennessee, Tampa. they got crushed. Tennessee, they got crushed. London, they – I, I they beat a bad Jags team in London. Let's yeah. face it, that Jaguars but team. But I don't think as many people went to London to see them play as went to Tampa Bay and No, and a lot of people did travel to London to go watch them play across the pond. But again, it doesn't matter. People, you know, it doesn't matter how well we travel. The thing is, is that the, the product, they're just, not, they're just not that good this year. It's just, that's the problem. It's hard to have a repeat year. Yeah. It is. It's really hard to repeat in this league. And the fact is, is I don't want to say it's a Super Bowl hangover, but I just think the injuries have finally caught up to this team. And again, the defensive scheme is not there. And another thing, another thing is this big balls Doug mentality, right? Now, all of a sudden, Doug Peterson goes for all these fourth downs. I'm sorry. But last time I'm sitting there, I'm watching the game with Tony over, over at his house, and we're hanging out, and we're watching the game, and Tony's go- and, I'm, and he's getting ready, going for it on that fourth down play, right? And it's a 3 nothing game at that point. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, Tony, it's a bad move right here. you got to take the points. I'm like, if you've noticed, the Eagles are not moving the ball at all against this Cowboys team. And this is going to be a back-and-forth, one-score possession kind of a game. I think you got to take the points here. It's a long one yard. And he goes, man, I don't know. He's like, I don't think so. And then all of a sudden, what's Doug do? Lines up Adams seven yards behind the line of scrimmage and hands it off to him on the weak side. What? And Dallas knew exactly where it was going. He was tackled four yards behind the line of scrimmage. In that case, I'm sorry, crowd behind you, team behind you, the whole nine, you don't have to go for it every time, Doug. Sometimes you got to take the goddamn points. And in a game of well, that magnitude, hold on, Rob, in a game of that magnitude <laughs> and of that importance, you got to take the points. I don't care. Enough with the big Can balls, dog. I'm sorry. Hold on a second, on bro. Hold on. Hold on, bro. I mean, oh, sorry. Hold on, man. Hold on. Man. My, 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 my mom's checking in. Hold on. Take it easy. All right. All right. Again, get a heart attack like that. All right. I'm sorry, Jose. Go ahead. Other than that, while Mama Porto makes her house calls, um... Can you explain the rationale by uh, throwing the ball on third and one, then getting stuffed on fourth and one? 
No. Um, quarterback can you, can you explain to me Carson why you take a field goal there? Uh, let's see. I think it was too late in the game to even bother trying to no, kick the field goal. No, it was in the, the first goal. quarter. In the first quarter? It was in the early in the – yeah, early oh, second the, or early first. I'm not sure which – That was Louis Rent right they here. They were on the field. They, they threw it to Ertz on third and one. That was incomplete. Then on fourth and one, they tried to go for it, and, got, and Adams got stuffed. Yeah, that's – that's exactly what I was just talking about. Didn't you just hear Louis' rant? Yeah. <laughs> That's that, that was his rant, but I, that, that, that bothered me so much. Then to, to add insult to injury, I had to watch Edwin Ezekiel Moses Elliott run for over 100 yards on the ground last night. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was rough. That was rough, Jose, like I said. That was rough. But, again, if people thought that, that, that the Cowboys were just going to come in here and weren't going to move the ball on the ground – you're sadly mistaken. You're living, you're living in, a, in, a, in an alternate universe because that Cowboys team was going to come in here and they were going to dominate up front. So anyway, other than that, Jose, what do you think? I've got to ask you straight up. Straight up question, yes or no? Yes or no what? As it stands right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, Jose, will they make the playoffs? Yes or no? Because the only way to do it is by winning the division because there ain't no wild card coming out of the AMC East. That's not going to happen. No, nope. <laughs> so, Jose, the Eagles, do they win the division and make the playoffs? And if not, our head's going to roll. I'm going to go with the obvious answer. I'm going to say there will be no playoffs at the Lincoln this year. They're not winning the division. There are going to be some heads rolling after this. Season. 90 seconds. The first to go, in my opinion. Don't talk about playoffs. The in the wide nine goals. Yes, I believe you're right there, Jose. I do think that, that Jim Schwartz will, uh, will, be the first, will be the first one to go. Now, obviously, Doug Pearson is now on the, on, the, on the hot seat whatsoever. <laughs> We're not going to talk about hot seats, all right, Rob? Right. Because he just won a Super Bowl. That's fine. He's got about three years before he's out of here. Schwartz he is, though. Schwartz is gone. Yeah. I think he's gone. I think he's gone no matter what, even if they save it. Like I said, at this point, I don't think they can. I, I, really, I don't nope. think the Eagles can. I don't think the Eagles got enough to. to I'm sorry. I just I think that the, the gauntlet that has They're to be ran is going to be able to save the season. Fair enough. I just can't. I can't see. To New Orleans, it's pretty much a done deal. Yeah, that's what I feel, and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer about this. I'm just being a realist. They go to four and six after this. That's right. They do go to four. Now we just got to root for the Redskins to win the division, not Dallas. <laughs> exactly right, Jose. The lesser of two evils. And the problem is, we get those two on Thanksgiving right after the Lions and Bears game next week. That's tough, man. That's going to be tough. It's going to be a Thanksgiving for many people to forget. Not me, though. And the fun part is, we get we get Falcons, Saints in the nightcap, and before that, Bears and uh, Bears and uh, Lions. Bears and Lions will actually be a good game this year. Nah. No, nah, I will be. Not a, them yesterday. I know, but the Lions are going to be at home like they are every single year, and it's a division game, and they get up for that kind of thing. And the, and the Bears are going to have a lot to play for, and even if the Lions the, are out of it, which they're yeah. not, technically not out of it yet, they still have something to play for if they well, win this week. you got to remember, they have a short week. The Bears are home playing the Vikings in front of Al Michaels. I have to remember so, that. Uh, but luckily, you memorized that, Jose, so I have to know that. I don't <laughs> have to know that. By the way, speaking of Al Michaels, it's Al Michaels' birthday today, Rob. Eh. What do you mean that? I'm not very happy with I him. love Al Michaels for three reasons. One. He did. He was the best at Monday Night Football with Gifford and Deardorff, without a shadow of a doubt. Number two, he did the '88 playoffs between the Mets and the Dodgers when um, 
Gibson hit that home run in the 12th, and Mike Sosha hit it before that. And three, he stands the test of time. He's the one that did, do you believe in miracles? That's yes. right. Miracle the metal. Miracle on ice. Lake Placid, yo, versus I the s- evil Russians in Vasov Trechak. I so wish Which, that we had to that. To this very day, tape. the late Viktor Tikhonov should have never made that decision by Poland no at the end of the first period. So if you think that was a great call, I got one that beat that call, Jose. So Rob and I, along with our buddies, uh, our buddy Steve and, and Bob in Florida, call him Creever, uh, we're, mm-hmm. uh, we're in Toronto for our yearly, uh, yearly bowling trip. We go international. We decide to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Now, everyone knows I fucking can't stand hockey, but the Hockey Hall of Fame is cool. It's really cool. It's in an old bank, right? But downstairs... What up, Maple Leaf Garden? That's right. What up, Maple Leafs? Now, downstairs, you, <laughs> can, you can do... Downstairs. Like, there's this whole, like, virtual reality kind of thing. You take slap shots and all that stuff, but the one thing you could do is you can call a game. Like, you do a play-by-play, right? One of the things that you can pick to call the play-by-play on is Al Michaels' call of the miracle on ice. Now, again, they show it on live TV. It's like they show it on live TV, and you're in a booth. There's no, like, people can't hear you outside unless you elevate your voice to another level, which my buddy Creeper did. I'll get to it in a second. Is you, but you can do whatever you want, and you can get a, a, you can get a recording of this, and it shows you, like, you know, it gives you the, um, the closed captioning on the bottom, so you can tell what the play is, like, what the play is, because, like, you know, for like I did one with the Ducks, and it was like Solane to this. Like I don't know all the players, but you can just you shoot these scores. My buddy Creeper's doing the whole thing, and he goes, you know, nine, eight, seven, you know, and then yeah, Al Michaels does the great call of, "Do you believe in miracles?" Well, my friend Creeper stands up in front of a capacity crowd at the <laughs> at the, uh, at the which call at the hall, hockey hall of fame, and he stands up and puts his arms in the air, and he goes, and he yells at the top of his lungs. The Cold War is over. The Cold War is over. Men, women, and child look up and go, what the hell is going on up there? And he celebrated like the proudest American. I thought it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan himself in that press box saying that damn. That was the funniest goddamn thing I ever heard in my life. Now, other than that, Jose, listen, I, I, hate, I hate to let you rock and roll. It's been a hell of a phone call. I got other, I got other people calling in real quick, and I got to get to them. But I need you to make a pick. For the listeners, Jose, I need a mascot. Okay. Okay, now what mascot would Our you mascot pick? Mascot of choice. Mascot of choice. Now a mascot of choice. Have you been following okay. along? Have you been following along? Because there's already been some picks. Now the listeners have at running back, they have the San Diego Chicken and Benny the Bull, the Chicago Bulls mascot. Okay. At wide yeah. receiver, they yeah, have I remember Benny the Bull. Yep, they have Pierre Pelican. Their tight end is the Pittsburgh Penguin, and their flex is Yopi from Mont- from the uh, the Montreal Canadiens from the Habs. Expos. And the Expos. My, my team is, okay. my running back is the Gorilla from the Phoenix Suns. Go Gorilla. My wide receiver is, is oh, Al yeah. the Octopus and Hugo the Hornet from the Charlotte Hornets. My tight end is Billy okay. Buffalo from the Buffalo Bills. And my flex is the Philly Fanatic. Oh, boy. So now, Jose, you can go quarterback, wide receiver, defense, kicker. Where are you going? I'm going to go defensive end. You can't go defensive end. You can go defense, uh, though. You can take your defense right now if you want. I'll go defense here. Go for it, Jose. Um, the mascot, well, well, the mascots of choice, well, the Fanatics off the board. Yep, so he's off the board. Him. He's the number two pick in the draft. What about the old school Sixers mascot with the glasses? You want to go hip hop? No, he wants to go Ben. No. With the no, glasses? No, not the Big rabbit. shot? I'm going. Big shot? Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? Big shot. Nobody remembers Big shot. 
I do. All right, Jose's going he big was... shot from the Sixers at defense. <laughs> yeah, big shot, yo. He's All the right. One that wore the glasses in the purple uniform. Yeah, I got you, Jose. We got with you down the for Sixers throwback. We got you down for big shot, buddy. All right, listen, I gotta let you rock and roll because I got Charlie calling in with the uh, the Monday Five over here. But listen, man, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you okay. Wednesday on Bruno's show, okay, buddy? No problem, yo. Give him a roaring round of applause on the way out. Jose. <laughs> Wow, that was your first ever live Jose phone call from Norristown. How was that, buddy? Sure was. All right, so it's my you pick. You went on an epic rant there. Well, it was a good rant. Yeah, it was. It was a good it was rant. epic. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, I'm going to take, uh, oh, man, I'm not even going to go in the NFL. It's too easy. You guys are getting smoked. I had a better, de- way better defense than Big Shot. You gotta right, hey, well, we're going to get your piece. We're going to need it because you're getting smoked. <laughs> uh, let's see here. See, now, I'm not taking Mr. Met because I hate Mr. Uh, Met. I saw Mr. Met. Yeah, Mr. Met's a piece of crap, dude. I want nothing to do with Mr. Met. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of Met. I'm going to go into the college level. Okay. I'm going to the college level. Go ahead. I'm going to take a... Uh... uh I don't like Penn State. I hate Penn State, so I'm not going to – they didn't need the Lions off the board. Nah, I'm not a big fan of Mike the Tiger either. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Georgia Bulldog. Running back? The Georgia Bulldog at running back, yeah. The Georgia Bulldog itself. The, act, the dog, the actual freaking dog. Speaking of dogs, I got Charlie on the line here, and we're going to go to the, the – uh, uh, the Monday 5. It's usually the Tuesday 10. It's the Monday 5 this week because we're calling in on an off day, and Charlie's got wrestling practice. Char- Charlie t- teaches young kids. Ra- wrestling, as Rob likes to call it. Wrestling. Wrestling. That's like Granny yeah, used to exactly. say. exactly. Like his grandma right. say, wrestling. But that's not that kind of wrestling with like a backstory. Wrestling. Yeah, this is more like the Greco-Roman style. You know I mean, two men just all hot and never mind. So now Charlie, he's going to he got to cut it down. To the th- Charlie, do we have 10 or do you have only have five? I got five, but I can easily stretch it to ten if you want me. That's what he said. Now, listen, Charlie, every (laughs) single week he calls in. He's got the Tuesday ten for us. He gives us ten random questions during the course of his day he comes up with. I have no idea how he comes up with them, but I appreciate it because he's a part of this program, and he does it for me at no additional charge. We answer him as best we can. Rob, you can even be a part of this tonight if you'd like. Or you can choose not to participate. I'm in. You're in. All right, beautiful. Charlie, take it away. All right. Number one, I just got to say, it's an embarrassing night for the listeners. I don't know what's going on, but Jesus, I don't know where these picks have come from. I came to play. I came to play. It's a Luigi murder night. I like my picks. My picks are good. This is a, a beatdown of biblical proportions tonight, Rob. Big shot. Come on. Big, big shot. shot. Listen, man. Could have went hip-hop. I don't, don't want to give you the, the, the defense, but the Pittsburgh Steelers mascot should have been the defense. You can take that if you want. No, what, that, there's no. a better Steely? defense out there. There's a, there's a better defense. Okay. But anyway, let's go with the 10. All right, number one. What's the single biggest problem with the Philadelphia Eagles, as evidenced by last night's awful, awful football game? Well, let's just let's just get right out there and do it. It's it's basically the strength of what it was last year until Wentz's injury, and it's the defense, the defense. or lack thereof. It's the defense. Yeah. I mean, yep. they're not getting okay. Before the season started, uh, with the addition of Michael Bennett 
and Haloti Nada, okay? And Barnett, you know, the second-year player coming on, and, and Fletcher Cox taking his game to a, yet another all-pro level. And Chris Long, we all knew he was going to digress, you know, digress a little bit, but not to this point. I said that this might be the, the most, and even with the linebacker report, that this might be the most loaded front seven in all of football, depth-wise. I mean, seriously, yeah. Rob. I mean, yeah. incredible. They have incredible depth. They're just not getting to the quarterback. No. They're not getting to the quarterback. And this team, I don't know what the exact – are you outside, Charlie? I'm driving home from wrestling practice. All right, well, right roll that window up a little bit there, Chief. You sound like a, yeah. you sound like a caller on freaking sports talk radio all the time. Guy, can you roll your window up for me? Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Oh, Saquon Barkley out here busting freaking <laughs> large runs against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I haven't looked at the exact number yet, Rob, and I don't know if you can try to look that up for me, but I don't know where the Eagles rank – but they got to be at the bottom of the league in takeaways. They're getting no takeaways on defense. Their they defense is spending way too much time. There, what is it? Yeah, you're correct. They're, they're, they're pretty low. Three. Bottom three. They're getting absolute. Their defense is getting is on the field, just getting gouged, gouged week in and week out. They're exhausted, man. They're exhausted. And the offense, say what you will. I mean, Carson Wentz is playing out of his mind right now, the best that he can, and he looks about as as healthy yeah. as he has since coming back from the injury. But he can't do this by himself, man. He, he just really can't. They have seven. They have seven takeaways. Seven. For, I have more dollar bills in my wallet right now, and I'm broke as shit. That makes fun of us. Than the freaking the Philadelphia Eagles have takeaways. Sad, man. Sad. It is sad. That's my uh, problem. All right. Only Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and San Francisco are below them. Now, we knew Tampa Bay wasn't going to be there because they don't have any takeaways at all. Right? And the Giants and Oakland are tied with them. We knew that, right? And we knew Oakland sucks, okay? Yeah. But seriously, the Eagles? Jesus what the hell is that? You playing your own drops? You? I said Jesus Christmas. Oh, okay. That was you? I thought it was a drop. Anyway. <laughs> no, that was me. Next question. All right. What's the worst part of losing to the Dallas Cowboys? The Cowboys fans. The Cowboys fans. The Cowboys. Like, like, all right, look. I'm not going to do this whole, like, if if you're a Cowboys fan, I hate you, and you're not good, you're a bad person, and you should be put in jail for crimes you didn't commit or any of that kind of stuff. It's just if you're one of those annoying prick fans who doesn't say a word about football all year long or during the course of the season until the Cowboys start doing good. That's yeah, what I don't like. That, just, exactly. Just be yeah. there all year because, again, you haven't won a freaking playoff game. Like a guy today literally posted like that he was wearing shoot the whole nine yards last night. And he probably wasn't wearing it until after like halftime, and then he went and got changed and put all his Cowboy garb on. That's the part that is the most annoying. Be a fan all the time. I saw a guy today walking down Passyunk Avenue in like a Vortex, like 1993 Apex. You know what I remember? That, that old coat, starter? Cowboys jacket. No, it wasn't yeah. a starter. This thing was like a. This the thing was like it was like Costanza. He looked like Costanza. Like he looked like Costanza. It was a Leatherman. It was huge. The Letterman jacket. He was five yeah. five, about 135 pounds. The coat stood maybe six three, <laughs> three thirty, all in. And I'm just like, dude, it ain't that cold. <laughs> it's not that cold, man. Oh. I, I just can't take. It's like they said, like the, the, they win a game, and it's like they won the Super Bowl 25 years ago. Just, just live in the now, man. I, that's the one thing I just can't stand. Is and, and again, because of the fact that most Cowboys fans, especially the ones in this area, you know, they're just bandwagon fans. That's all it really is, man. They're just there to try and piss off 
other people. That's what they are. I hear you, but I, I, that's just, it's just the fans. It's the fans. Other than that, the Cowboys don't, don't bother me. They don't bother me at all. They're irrelevant to me. They've been irrelevant for the past 15 freaking years. 20. 20. Yes, Thank they you. Have. 20. Next question. Next question. All right. What mascot would be the coolest to have appear at a birthday party? Uh, about, uh, I was going to say Bozo to, well, I don't know, Krusty the Clown would be a good freaking, uh, I don't know, appear at a, at a birthday party? Yep. Well, if you want to get rid of all the kids, probably Gritty. <laughs> you want all the kids to leave. Yeah. Is it a kid's birthday or is it an adult? Right. What is it? I'm, t- I'm going kid's birthday. Like, my dad and my mom had the Fanatic show up at a birthday Yeah, party. the Fanatic's got to be the best. No, He's the best no, mascot. Yeah, no, for kids? No, it's Mickey Mouse. It's not a mascot. Mickey Mouse is not a mascot. He's a mascot. He's a character? He's the mascot of Disney, man. It's Mickey Mouse, dude. I don't know, man. For, for my girls right now, it would be Peppa Pig. Yeah, Peppa's huge, dude. They would love Peppa Pig. I heard Peppa's big. But I, I get it's character. Hmm. Mascot. I'm going with the fanatic because he's a lot of fun. That was my that was the best birthday, man. He he was awesome. That dude that dude really just puts on a show. All right. Next one. Rank the three best fantasy football services. Not daily. The league long ones. Well you got Funk and Fantasy, number one. Um <laughs> CBC Fantasy Fix. Right there. I gotta get out of here. I think I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> um, ESPN. ESPN does a great job with their fan with their with their league long fantasy. They do. Rob, you've been a commissioner for this damn thing for freaking ten years. I don't like the way CB, CB, uh, CBS does it. I don't. Use I don't anything like anything else. I know. I, I only use I only, I only use ESPN. But that's all there really is, though, right? CBS and ESPN, right? Uh, dude, there's a whole bunch more. Yahoo. I mean, there's a Yahoo. Yahoo people still use Yahoo. There's ones in the background. Like, there's, there's other ones. Yeah, do me a favor. If you're using Yahoo Fantasy for, for fantasy sports, just MySpace me over your information, and I'll get back to you later, okay? Who the hell uses a Yahoo account anymore? Dude, I still use Yahoo, man. You're living in the past, Charlie. I still use Yahoo. You're living in the past. It's the best fantasy football service by far, man. What's, what's so good about it? Why? Everything that guy just says like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I also can't figure out the internet these days, so I'm getting old. Well, we can't figure it out either. So let's figure out a way to move on to the next question. Yes. All right, next question. What food modification that you do often that you think could actually sell if you opened up a restaurant? Ah, okay. So, Rob, what he's asking is, what is it that you do to food, just yourself, your little thing that you do, that if you put it on the menu... It would sell. And I got one that goes way back. And, every, and everyone's done this at some point or another. But they don't offer it too much on the menu because you got to buy it as a side. And it's the simplest thing in the world. Chips on your sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's the crunch. If you were to take chips of your choice, like if you had like the option of like a Dorito or like a, a, a plain chip or a, you know, sour cream and onion, or barbecue if you're feeling a little funky that day. If you were able to just put that on the sandwich and smash it into your tuna or your ham and cheese, whatever the hell you want to go, it will sell. It will sell. If you had chips in the sandwich as an option, like avocado, it would sell. 
At least that's what I think. But what do I know? What about you, Rob? I agree with you. You do anything funky to your food? No, not really. I just right. eat it. That's good. That's a good job out of you. What about you, Chuck? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, nah, I got nothing. I'm not really a cook. No, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. That was five, Luigi. Well, let's go. You said I you're going to stretch it to ten. Stretch it to ten. Go, go, go. Go back to the mascot uh, question. Uh, Jack on Facebook says Ronald McDonald. In sports, Jack, not in fast food. <laughs> sports. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God. It's, it's, I, it's, it's, these freaking people. What don't you f- understand? It's about sports, not freaking just fast food or different no, commodities. No, 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 no. He's talking the question. What would be the coolest mascot? Not the game. But that's not what we're talking about. We're going off the rails here. We got to bring it back. I don't care about other mascots. Yes, Ronald McDonald's a great fucking mascot. All right. <laughs> He's fantastic. I love Ronnie. All right. I'm just saying that he doesn't work here in this particular instance because we're talking about sports. And Ronald McDonald doesn't exactly yeah, look like he can throw a football. But I said Mickey Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse is a great mascot, to too. For, let's just get it back to the Eagles, all right? Come on. Get it back. What? Nothing. Back Charlie, you got five more questions. Just shoot them at me, goddammit. And sure, shoot me, period. I, I don't got five more. I can try. Oh, you God. Want me to try, we'll try it live on air. Uh, okay, you can ask me one more. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. See, uh, That's a great one. Yeah, Chuck. This is going well. Jeez, you're putting me on the spot. I don't know if I can. You know what, Luigi? I can't. I'm oh. ready to get my, uh, my, my mascot already. All right, go ahead. What's your mascot? All right, wait. So, defense is already taken. Is, is wide receiver open? You took a big shot at defense. That's Jose's pick. Yeah, wide receiver is still open. You, have a, yeah. well, you can go quarterback, wide receiver, or kicker. All right, we're going, we're going wide receiver. Wide receiver. We're going to go guy with, a lot of, guy with a lot of speed. In fact, they put it on the show uh, every single night, every single home game for the Atlanta Braves. We're going with the freeze. Yeah, the freeze is awesome. The freeze is awesome. Yeah, I love cool the freeze. <laughs> Beat the freeze. You got to race them. This guy's like a freaking, oh, the Giants have scored a touchdown. The Giants have scored no. a touchdown. Yes. Oh, it's an interception. But they're about to score a touchdown. Because it's going to be, it's a touchdown. Is it a touchdown? Yeah, it's a defense. Did he get in for a touchdown? He got in for a touchdown. It's a de- that's what I said. He did. He scored a touchdown. Nate Mullins. Vulture, Nick Mullins, I'm sorry. Picked off. Oh, no, he didn't get tell you. He didn't get in. I just oh. see him celebrate. They were celebrating the end zone prematurely, well, which is what a lot of people in do. Now. Uh, damn, the freeze is all. Yeah, he's some sort of like Olympic sprinter or something like that. He lets you get like this like 80-yard yeah, freaking head start and just dust you. You ever see it, Rob? Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. He's actually lost, though. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, he's been yeah, beaten. They brought, it, they brought in a ringer, man. They, they, they found somebody to beat him. All right. He was an NCAA. Cha- he was a two-time NCAA champion, from what I read. Well, and uh, the dude they found was an Olympic sprinter, and they just well, they had him think that this guy was going to uh, get his ass kicked, and then dude ended up beating the freeze. Well, speaking of multiple-time NCAA champions, I'm going to take my mascot as a multiple-time NCAA champion. 
In fact, what I'm going to do right now is I am going to piss Rob off so bad because at my defense, I need someone who is going to stand the front line like a battering ram. I'm taking Ramsey's, the University of North Carolina freaking mascot, which goes against everything ah. I stand for because I hate the Tar Heels to death, and I'm a big Duke fan. And, Charlie, this is funny. So years ago, right, Rob and I went to go play Quizzo, which you can coincidentally mm-hmm. play here each and every single Tuesday night, Rob. You come down and you play Quizzo, my boy, uh, my boy next door, Kevin, mm-hmm. and you, can, you too can be a champion because I won Quizzo last week. And you know me. I'm dumb as rocks. Did you really? So I won Quizzo. That's it. right. I won as a touchdown, Giants. Odell Beckham Jr., who I said would go off tonight from Eli Manning, touchdown, G-Men, and shit bowl number two. Now, listen. Rob and I go to play. Remember, this is when Rob brought this, like, random Asian girl out on a date, right? And because you met her at pool. Right? So we go up up to, uh, uh, we were at uh, Chickie and Pete's, which is a local franchise over here. It steals money from people in Philadelphia for just putting. Right, right. Old Basie's. Yes, Old Basie's on fries. So we go there and we're playing Quizzo. We didn't know we were going to play Quizzo. We just ended up playing Quizzo. Stick with me. The story's worth it. So you got to come up with, with names for the Quizzo team, right? So I pick a team name. Rob picks a, a, a team name. And it's, it's, again, coincidentally, it's Duke versus North Carolina ACC championship game night. Okay? <laughs> Rob, they, they call the scores after the first round. Team name comes out. I hate Duke with a passion with three points. Burn North Carolina to the ground <laughs> with four points. <laughs> we literally, you don't understand. This has been going on forever. Our buddy Steve, he's a big yeah. North Carolina Tar Heels fan too. It just so happened that I just became a Duke fan. They became a Tar Heels fan. And, it, and then we get into it. We, we really do get into it. And uh, I had to go ahead and just take his mascot underneath him, under his feet. And I had to do it. Reason why? Because just like Fancy Rob, there's no, there's no, uh, Affiliation. Here. It's all about the cash, man. It's all about winning the damn game. What is going on with the phones back there? No, I'm in a uh, restaurant, man. Let's Stop the you. hammering. All right, Charlie, listen, I'm going to let you rock and roll. I'm going to let you go. I want to thank right, you so I'll much for calling in. Make sure you're following Charlie at Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. You can follow him for the Tuesday 10, but tonight on Monday, he will have 10 questions for you, I promise. Will you have 10 questions, Charlie? Yeah, I'll find another five. That's a good job out of you, buddy. Let me give you a round of applause on the way out. Take care, Chuck. Let me give him a round of applause here. So Barbecue Beef Balboa checks in. He goes on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy, and he says, Come on, man. Lazy Cowboys take? How many, how many current fan fans be bandwagoners if they've, if they've been irrelevant for 20 years? Think about it. What's what I'm thinking Okay, about? so here's the thing. Barbecue Beef Balboa is the street price out there in California. And again, for our people and our friends out there out in California right now, with the, they're dealing with the wildfires. We want to give our, you know, our thoughts and prayers to those people out there. Rob, it's like a freaking horror show. I heard. It's, uh, it's a horror movie. Gabe, Gabe lost his house. Gabe Kapler lost his house out there. Yes. Well, I mean, hey. Well, that's good. Uh, but a lot of people out there, it's like a horror show. Um, but anyway, I, I didn't mean this for actual real deal Cowboys fans, Bryce. I meant this for the frauds. The frauds. The fra- this guy out here, he take like that's the one thing. He takes it week in and week out from everywhere about the Cowboys. If you're and he makes no bones about it. Like he's a Cowboys fan, long-standing Cowboys fan, loves the Cowboys, huge fan, and he will, but he's also he's not a Cowboys apologist. 
You know what I mean? Like he actually gives you some 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 feedback. He'll go back and forth. He doesn't really like he'll he'll, he'll come down on the team. He won't sit there and just make you know he won't hide the warts that are really there. He's a real deal fan. He's not a bandwagon fan. He's not an apologist, and he's not one of these guys who just rests on the laurels of things that have happened thirty years ago before most people were born. Correct. Okay. But the other ones that are out there, like I said, the guy wearing the very large coat this morning. Who probably just took that out of his closet and hasn't had it out in 10 years. That's it, the guy we're It hasn't we're been that cold about. in years, Rob. Seriously. And that's the guy we're talking about. So, no, I'm not talking about all those. I'm talking about the legitimate bandwagon jumping fans. So, speaking of jumping, we're going to jump right back to the game. Quillen's got a pick. I'm going to let him stand up and make the pick. There's two selections left. You can go quarterback. We each have to take our quarterback or, or kicker. We're going to go quarterback here. All right. It's a bit obscure. Like you. He's going to carve up defenses like Patrick, what up, Mahomes? Timber Joey from the Portland Timbers MLS. Who the fuck is that guy? Timber Joey? You took an MLS freaking mascot for a quarterback? Look him up. I I ain't taking no MLS players, man. I want winners. Fuck that. Every time Portland scores a goal... He- no one sees it. No one sees it. <laughs> There's like eight teams in the MLS. Ibrahimovic plays for the freaking out west in California. He's the only one worth knowing. Every time Portland scores a goal, no one ever sees it. Nothing happens. You know what happens, Rob? You know how like every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings? Do you yeah. know what happens every time a goal is scored in the MLS? Nah. Nothing. Nothing happens because nobody cares. Look it up. Sit down. You're look, done. Look it up. Oh, that's it. You just lost. I might not even take a quarterback. I might bench the damn thing. Now I can just have some fun. I'm going old school. Going old school. Fan favorite. Quarterback. He's a, he, I, I need my quarterback being a man, right? And like, what's more indicative of a man than hair, right? Like a lot of hair. Like Rob's got a lot of hair, right? I'm going with former Sonic great, Squatch. Squatch the mascot from the Seattle Supersonics. Remember Seattle Supersonics, Rob, the, 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 the mascot Squatch? He looked, like a, he looked like Sasquatch. Yeah. Look him up. That's him. He looks like the guy from Harry and Anderson's. Yeah, he looks like Chewbacca. That guy. Yes, from the yeah, the, the, the don't make the Sasquatch, the Jack Link's beef jerky guy, which and then we don't we're not going to mention any anything else about Jack Link's because they didn't pay any shit. So now, I usually every single week I give you fantasy plays, DFS plays, uh, for for the week coming for the weekend coming up. You know, picks to help you keep you under the salary cap, Rob, but into the cash. All right. Now this week I I, ha- I can't do that this week, and I can't give you any of my locks, my PVC locks, because. The problem is that it's only Monday. So, you know, there's still a lot of injuries that are coming out. There's still a lot of things that have to shake out before I can actually go ahead and make some... I can go ahead and make some actual picks. Rob, just show me a thing of the Portland, Oregon guy. He's a freaking mess. Um, there has to be a lot of information I can gather before I have a chance to go ahead and, and give out my actual picks for, for money reasons, for people to actually bet on, and for people to make money on Daily Fantasy. Okay? But what I did last week was... We can go over and take a look at how we did from last week, Rob. Last week, I gave people Marcus Mariota. Hit. I gave people Duke Johnson. He was only 5,600 on FanDuel. That was like, a, it was like a, it was 12.6 points, not that bad. 
Marquez Vandes Scantling against the Dolphins. Ten points. Ten points, man. And then Cameron Braid against the Redskins. That was a miss. Tonight, you know, again, the Niners and the Giants are underway currently. Pierre Garçon out. And uh, Ruben Foster, linebacker, he's gone too. Nick Mullins, who last week against Oakland, 262 through the air, three touchdowns. Um, but again, I'm still taking the Giants plus a three. Too many weapons. And it's looking good right now for my G-men and my selection. It's Ship Bowl numero due. Now, Rob, before we make our last selection and we get out of here, one more time, let people know where to find it. They can find you at rrenbro on Twitter. Yes. Right, and they can follow the CBC podcast. Is that what it's at called? The CBC podcast. at the CBC podcast. We also look us also look us up on Facebook, Crackbell Crew. We uh we we have live video every uh, show we do. Okay, so you guys are streaming live as well. Yes, we okay. stream live every Thursday, eight p.m. Uh, and every Sunday, eleven a.m. Um, Thursday is. Ladies' night across the across the Delaware Valley and everywhere else in the world. We all know <laughs> Thursday night is ladies' night. Well, we get you ready to go out, so let's go. Beautiful, Rob. That's what I'm talking about. Now, now, who does the show with you? Uh, let's name out the other people out here. I know these people, but I'm gonna let you do this. Okay. Because now, you know, you have a chance to be a you have a chance to be a co-host. And now you're my you're my, my right wing man, but my, basically on my left tonight. But usually, you do a lot of the production. And you're starting to stretch your legs a little bit more and more and more, and you're doing a little bit more of the, the, the mediating during the, during the show. And I'm the engineer now, too. And you're the engineer, to, and the, and the, the engineer now, too, and which is funny because Rob is actually almost like an engineer in real life. He gets to play with trains and shit like that, which is kind of cool. Signals. Signals. So, like, well, you know, like when a train, like, falls off? Not me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, Rob. Uh, so it's uh, S. Librand, Steve, a uh, longtime friend of ours, uh, Ben Dever. At Ben Dever two on Twitter, and uh, Tom Tommy nicknames. Tommy, what's what's the deal with Tommy nicknames? Does he have like a bunch of nicknames for people? Yeah, apparently, no. He has a bunch of nicknames for, for himself. himself. Yeah. You can't give yourself a nickname. Well, a lot of people call him different nicknames. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So then, then so it, it's kind of you know a running joke. Steve uh, Steve calls him a different name every week. Okay, <laughs> so. that's 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 fun. <laughs> that you sounds know, like a lot of fun. Uh, so make sure you ch- you're checking those guys out. I'll remind you before the show is over. All right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty, as uh, our boys like to say. And we each have to take a kicker. The last pick of the draft. Now, normally kickers go a little early in this thing, which is kind of funny, uh, because this week it's laid all the way to the end. And I feel comfortable staying all the way to the end because I think no one has had this guy on their radar. But, Rob, it's your pick for the listeners. You can send us out of here. What's it going to be? All right, I'm going to go with Sparty. Sparty. From Michigan Spartan kicker? Yes, sir. All right. I really wanted to go with him with quarterback. My last, my last pick. Rob, now I'm going to show you how this is done. All right? For the last pick, I got to take something with a huge leg. You can literally just, like, kick the shit out of any. I mean, it's a serious kick. Is there a guy named Bob Chris? Nope. I'm taking the Army Mules as my kicker. Nothing kicks harder than a mule, Rob. So let's give it up one more time. I'll give you the list. Now, tomorrow, Rob, you can go to at Funkin' Fantasy, all right, and you can vote on this because the poll will be up tomorrow along with this podcast. The listeners at quarterback have Timber Joey. <laughs> Timber fucking Joey. <laughs> the running backs are the San Diego Chicken and Benny the Bull. Their wide receivers are Pierre Pelican and the Freeze from the Atlanta Braves. The tight end is the, the Pittsburgh Penguin Iceberg. The flex is... Yuppie. Is it Yuppie? Yeah, Yuppie uh, from the Montreal Expos. The defense is Big Shot. No one even remembers who Big Shot is. And their kicker is Sparty from the Michigan State Spartans. My quarterback is Squatch, the old 
uh, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle Sonics mascot. My running backs are Go Gorilla from the Phoenix Suns and the Georgia Bulldog. My wide receivers are Al the Octopus and Hugo the Hornet. My tight end is Billy Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills mascot, just an eight-foot-tall buffalo. My flex is the Philly Fanatic. My defense is Ramsey, the UNC Tar Heel. And my kicker is the, UN, is the, uh, the Army Mules from the University of, well, not the University of, but the Army National freaking Football Team. So anyway, that's it. Did you have a good time, Rob? Did you have fun? Great, yeah. It's a, little different from what, it's a little different from what you're used to, right? It's a little yeah. crazy, right? Because yeah. Rob was asking me before not he came. Not too bad, though. No, not too bad. But Rob was asking me before he came on. He said, what do you need me to bring? I just said you. <laughs> just you. Just bring yourself. Just, just calm down. Relax. Have a good night. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about engineering stuff. Just kick your feet up. Relax. And just shoot the shit with me. And that's what he did. And I appreciate you for coming in tonight, Rob. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Anytime, man. You got, a, uh, you got an open invite. Thanks, man. Appreciate Make sure I get you a chair. And you could pull up a chair here, too. Every single Tuesday night, except for when I'm doing it on Monday nights. Here at Moonshine, 1825 <laughs> East Moy Avenue. You're welcome to join the Dumpster Fire. It's getting cold outside. We got a little bit of a nor'easter coming this week. Uh, Tuesday night's supposed to be raining. Damn San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers have scored a goddamn touchdown. They'll bust a damn number. It's a scoring fest here early on in the second quarter in San Fran. 10-7, pending the extra point. In the meantime, I want to thank everyone for listening to us on Facebook Live. Put up the technical difficulties. People checking in every single week on Facebook Live and, and on Twitter at Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're following the show. Make sure you're following at Rob Renbro and the CBC Podcast. And make sure you're following us on the way out. I'm Luigi Curto reminding you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.